This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagaon aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. When the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. This is a news laundry hafta where we bore you with the same slogan every time because we mean it. We have a very special guest on our panel today. But before I introduce her, we are going to open the episode with a song. Uh because so much has happened over the last week and just the day we were recording hafta the one before this um there were two exits or one exit from the congress mr lovely had already left and we dedicated a song to him the day we were recording the day after that barkha quit the congress we we're talking about barkha singh for those Good. of you conspiracy theorists <laughs> who have their you know minds working over time and uh then one hears of all sorts of rumblings of people in other parties including the aam aadmi party though you know no one has gone yet but there are rumblings of dissatisfaction with leadership so we thought we'd start off this episode with a message from all of us to all of you ki bhai ek cheez yaad rakhna aapko aur to kuch television news sikha nahi sakti lekin ye message zarur sikha sakti hai so here goes we will kick off with this noble thought and song बोलो भारत माता की जय लगाओ थप्पड़ एक दूसरे को और बोलो जय श्री राम ठीक है एक दूसरे को क्यों थप्पड़ लगाए क्योंकि हमारे देशवासी वही कर रहे हैं मतलब ये करना है अब दे क्या खाया जी मैंने आज बीफ खाया ये थप्पड़ उठा फिल्म से पहले ना ये थप्पड़ तो आजकल यही है तो अदर देन दैट ऑन आर पैनल टूडे मधु त्रेहन मधु हेलो Anand hello this is Ranga uncle Ranganathan yes Ranganathan Manisha Pandey hello and coming in from the blue corner <laughs> from Kolkata <laughs> Deepanjana Paul back in the hafta panel hey dj <laughs> suddenly i've inspired an accent in you it's Haan, good dekho. to know <laughs> i'll tell you why tremendous popular demand on tremendous popular demand and why because accent is because ever since you have left us and i have taken on the burden of anchoring uh, of uh, co-hosting awful and awesome with sri um, rajshree sen i have the last time i got this kind of abuses and i said something bad about modi asha nigu this time no fucking shaking please don't use use uh, the word and <laughs> especially okay. on people okay i will not use any f word this episode how about that madhu thank Guarantee. you thank you and uh, so anyway that's the kind of abuse i got so dj just saying i i said that you've taken the class out of awful and awesome you made it crass 
Wow. I was like, too. You're inspiring to come here, Haveli, Anna. Can you kindly explain the context of this joke? I don't know. I just use it like it's like one of those. It's going on today. What? Haveli, Anna. Kabi Haveli, Anna. Madhu's Madhu's giving a knowing stare. What does that mean? Dirty stare. Chodo. Chodo. Okay. It obviously is inappropriate. तुम भी ना आनंद सो हेयर्स वॉल्ट वट हैपन्ड दिस वीक इन द न्यूज एम सी डी इलेक्शन द बीजेपी स्वेप्ट कैन आई सी हू वोटेड प्रोड्यूसर कार्तिक डिड नॉट वोट अच्छा पंजाब So there was that, and Ajay Bakkan resigned. It was a very dignified speech, uh, though I don't <laughs> know if there's any any place for that. <laughs> and Sheila Dixit's dissatisfaction, having the last laugh, I guess. Then a very important story, which has not been discussed enough. All the week, I had a little piece on it. India slips three places in the World Press Freedom Index. When you see that map. of where we stand in press freedom across the world we are in the league of the irans and the I mean, afghanistan and pakistan so, you know, troubled nations then and i think that is still underreported because what we are talking about is the overt stuff the self censorship and the below the underground yeah, uh, manipulations like an and control and suppressions are not not documentable but now it so is not so much of an issue sounds. because the most voluble voices on twitter which is the hindu right is happy because as long as their people are doing it it's a good thing if up is doing it, it's a bad thing and that is a tragedy of our country uh, no one really stands for freedom of speech unless it's only theirs at the cost of everybody else's jammu kashmir bans facebook whatsapp and most social media from kashmir this is an interesting uh, panel i had attended uh, organized by the society for internet freedom uh, i think this is something that's going to be a big issue going forward because i don't think anyone has any clear answers of whether this should be okay or not Then Bibek Debra suggested bringing agriculture income under tax net. Everyone in the government says it's okay. Pata. Why was, did he do that? I think it's not a bad economic suggestion, but you know, it's not. It's not going to be popular electorally. What do you think? It's a little hard to digest when you see the situation in, with the farmers, hmm. and then to talk about taxing. I would like to hear the logic of it. Hmm. Okay. Then, of course, there was the horrible Maoist attack in Sukma, where twenty-five CRPF personnel were killed. uh while that was horrific what shocked me was how it was covered by uh television news channels uh, i'd like to discuss that a little bit uh arnab goswami of course ha- since his channel isn't there but he couldn't sit quiet so chalo twitter pe kuch bolte hain so he had questions on sukma from everybody but none from the government uh there has been a crpf chief for the last year and a half i think maybe true they appointed one yesterday oh they did yeah. finally Uh, then Mission Bengal, uh, DJ is just coming from Bengal. She is wearing a sari with cows on it. I'm not joking. She actually I'm is genuinely doing this. So I guess she's been greatly influenced by Amit Shah's trip to Bengal. Is that right? You know, he's just he's always known the way to my heart. Hmm. Just you know, with a trishul, which is the <laughs> new favorite may, uh, weapon. Maybe it was gajar ka parathas. I really, I want to know what he was fed, and then I was, I said that you know when he's uh, going to go around from, he's going to do door to door stuff, right? Mm. So I was like, what is he going to eat? Like genuinely, yeah. Bengalis eat fish wherever they can, mm. and so I was sent menu also. 
potul fry, this bhaja, there is no fish in there. And I was wow. like, just sneak some in, no? But you know, one thing that I think is fantastic about our culture, uh, Indian culture, and maybe Hindus can take credit for it because we sit in havans. Uh, I know very fit Germans and Brits who can't sit chokri market. Mm. And the ease with which when I was seeing him go yes. to that hut, a man of his size and girth just sits chokri market and gets up graceful as a ballerina. No, this question has plagued and me. I just, and I just <laughs> picture him in his tutu. Bombay High Court grants bail to Sadi Pragya Singh Thakur in 2008 Malaga blast case. And as we are recording this, she's holding a press conference live. Then um, the unique identification number case goes into the courts and there is a very spirited debate happening right now and it's going to extend into Mondays, right? It's going to go all the way to Monday, yeah. Manisha. And um, three Muslim youth transporting buffaloes assaulted in Kalka. This happened in Delhi. Kalkaji. Uh, Kalkaji. Uh, it happened in Delhi while we, in fact, the day we recorded the last hafta. And anything more that people want to discuss. On that note, let's kick off the first subject. What do you want to go with, Madhu? Uh, let's discuss the uh, attack, the Sukma attack. Okay, so go. Um, you, one is of course the horrific mutilations that it has come out that there were some of those uh, security personnel mutilated, which is not the first time I think the the Maoists have been known to carry out such horrific things in the past as well. Not always to security force, even to villagers yeah. who weren't listening yeah. to them. Particularly to villagers, I think. Uh, not just beheadings, they, uh, there was this one beheadings. version where they were actually, oh, yeah, I, mm. you know what I'm talking about, it's just horrific. Um, so yeah, uh, that happened, but uh, were the you... The coverage was, I, I can't understand it because under any circumstances, every television channel and newspaper should have sent teams out there. Hmm. But uh, what we got uh, on every channel f- for the next two nights was debates. I don't understand. Where's journalism in just debating? What is there to debate on this? There's been a tragedy. Our forces have been attacked. Is there a debate? Is there, you, you have a debate on the issue of triple talaq because there are divergent points of view. You might have on uniform civil code. You might have it on the river sharing or gaurakshaks or whatever. These are debates to be had. What is the debate if, say, is there a debate in the Mumbai siege? What is the debate in that? It happened. You report it. I think that's... So there was no reporting and it's disgraceful and they should hang their heads in shame. And I think where... And that's such a good, simple, but yet insightful point that should have been made by everybody. There is no debate in this. But because that is the format that everyone has internalized, now you have to have a... You know, because like Madhu said, no one's going to say, no, it's not attack. So what do you do? You structure it. Where is Kanaya Kumar? Where is... So you're just screaming, now, uh, what is the CRPF doing? Why didn't they get the road? It's ridiculous. I mean, and one very important thing, I think, in this is that I think that people should just switch off. Let their marketing people know that when they're not giving reports on the subject of the day, they should really exercise their vote by not watching those channels. Here, here. I hope you guys are listening. DJ, did you watch? Well, in Kolkata, I tried, and um, and it was just too hard to just sit through it because not only is it, I mean, of course, there's no information that you're getting, but that I think we've all got used to prime time not actually telling us what has happened. Um, but 
now it's almost as though the whole nakshal movement started in jnu year before last that's the impression that is being given um so what ended up happening to my mind was actually it reminded me a lot of you know on websites there's this whole thing of seo optimization there's certain search terms that um carry greater weight one assumes and so you try to milk uh that by using those terms so that people will come to your site they'll search for those terms and come to your site that's exactly what's happening jnu was a trp creator uh award wabsi brigade award wabsi brigade um it's a another trp generator you put all of those things together and you create this horrible you know frankenstein's monster essentially it's it's ghastly but i mean what i'm what i'm also wondering is that as a regular person who consumes the news where are you supposed to turn to to get news now like every channel is doing this uh every mainstream media outlet basically is doing this so if i want to as a as just a regular person find out what's happened what do i do Google is going to send me to people who have high analytical ran- rankings right and those are based on a whole bunch of backstage um manipulations that we don't even i personally to don't understand but the point is that there are reasons why times of india get, comes on the top of a, a google search that sure. has nothing to do with what its article is about so google will give me one kind of manipulation the television gives me another kind of manipulation the newspaper will come 12 hours later and uh, has its own I biases i think it will have to be a you know one would have to invest time into following three or four sources whether it's on twitter or whether it's on facebook pages that or whether it's websites that i'll follow these to get accurate information and stick to those i don't think there's any and this people have to actually invest a few times like a few hours like or maybe over a few days like you choose an insurance policy or a house that's you're going to have to choose your news sources otherwise you're lost actually one report that came close to journalism was the dipankar ghosh's reports in the indian express mm. even that for example there was a on the front page yesterday there was a photograph of um uh was it an uh, asi with his daughter. Yes, I saw that. And yeah, but yeah. it doesn't tell you the story. It's just a picture taken by ANI, but how is the, why is the daughter crying ha- hanging on to her father? Where was this? What was she face to face with uh the attackers? Was she held hostage? Was she held as a shield? Why is she screaming like that? What happened? There's just a picture there with no, no- No, no I didn't. Text about it. No context. So you you're shocked looking at this young girl couldn't be more than twelve, eleven, twelve. But you you're not told any more of the story. Yeah, I mean, That's what sad. is journalism? I mean, to be fair, that it just... was there in the second part of the story, which was inside. Okay. Which uh, was uh, which was basically she was howling and uh, she wasn't held as a human shield or anything. She'd seen her father and she was uh, one of the things that she says is that uh, the government and politicians show interest right now and then they leave us and we are left with this tragedy. I'm left without a father. How old is she? Um, I've forgotten now, but she is very young. Anand, your views on this entire uh, episode and its coverage? I think uh, more than the coverage, you know, I'd like to say the. the kind of depths that we as society have sunk into i found this as a you know the the blood boiled looking at you know a the coverage of it and b that this these things are repeated almost with like clockwork you know i mean i remember um uh, our home happened. minister 
Rajnath Singh. Mm. He had tweeted on March 11th, almost identical language of the tweet. Uh, you know, my condolences to the family. The place was the same, Sukma. CRPF personnel were killed. And now he does the same again. And nobody and nobody's responsible for this. I mean, I'm sorry to use the F word here, but fuck it. You know, I'm just so disgusted. A, because this thing could have been corrected. He had three, he has three, he has had three years to correct the ill-preparedness of CRPF Jawans. Yes. And every, and can I just also say that, of course, the coverage left so much to be, de- you know, desired, but I appreciated Rahul Pandita hmm. and his views that he was for the probably for the first time they actually realized that this person has known that area for so long. He's written a book also, yes. Wonderful Hello, Hello Buster. Buster. So he was on television uh, frequently. And on uh, what channel? Uh, I think it was uh, Anubha Bosle was interviewing IBM, him, okay. and uh, maybe hmm. CNN, IBM, or hmm. maybe maybe Times now as well. He was on uh, quite a few. Hmm. And he said, look, this, the whole the development has to take a back seat. You have to cleanse the whole area militarily. And I do agree because you cannot do this hand in hand mm. with uh, pitiful intelligence for our jawans. I mean, they're like sitting ducks. We are, our army and security forces across the sitting. country, yeah. including Kashmir, are sitting ducks. Yeah, in fact, I have... But Madhu, mm. I mean, I'm sorry to say, but army at least, I would say, is much better prepared. prepared. Than in fact, I was coming are, to that. Yeah, uh, you know, I, and you know, going through his I book, I have a story realize, about that. Yeah, mm. I realized, you know, I was, I, you know, I was basically remembering, you know, the various aspects of his book and what the government is doing right now is going after the Maoist sympathizers, you know, because the, mm. the, um, the PR IB or not the PIB, the Information and Broadcasting actually had that yeah. crazy... I was, I was amazed at that. Yeah. No, and I don't, right? I don't this is what Chitambaram did. Just explain in, that to our listeners who may yeah, not have seen that. Manisha has that uh, thing you on the... So INB basically put yeah. out echoing Rahul Shivshankar's line. Right. Basically, I mean, it sounded very similar. Saying that you know, what about, uh, look at these human rights act- Basically shifting the blame on human totally. rights activists. Was, I, mean, I was shocked that that statement. is going on. Where and are the human rights oh, yeah. activists now? Like, and I you mean, know the funny thing is, Chidambaram. And this is an official ministry's. I mean, this is not some troll or some Rahul Shiv Shankar young buck on minister. A, Venkaiya anyway. Naidu. Venkaiya and Naidu. you know, from Rahul Pandita's book and the other one, Red Sun, I forget the author, wonderful, mm. two wonderful books. It is clear that Congress was doing exactly the same thing. Chidambaram in the in the parliament, he said, Oh, we shouldn't care about the people who write 33-page articles, i.e. Arundhati Roy, you know, mm. Outlook Peace, Gandhians mm. with guns and all mm. that stuff. And they also had this act, UAPA Act, mm. where they would actually, you know, go after people who were sympathizers yeah. and this government is repeating the same mistakes that the UPA did. Go after Naxals, not their sympathizers, for heaven's sake. And look at the prepare. And nobody's asking for this guy's resignation. If I were, I you know, at least offer the resignation. But forget nobody. See, I'm not talking about anybody. The media that is that you know, chest thumps and the Arnabs and the Rahul Shiv Shankars of the world. They were asking questions of Chidam where are Kanhaiya Kumar? Where is? I mean, these are student union leaders. Not a single question to the government. They get a free pass, Sambit, and you know, we've had enough fun at her expense, but I will say the only person who actually I saw asking Sambit Patra taking him to task was uh, Om Kashyap, what's her name? Anjana. Anjana Om Kashyap, who's taken over from uh, Karan Thapar. I mean, for whatever other shortcomings she may have, she, she is the only anchor who when Sambit Patra started calling Agnivesh, Tum to naksal ke rakshak ho ye ho, she says, don't try to deviate the debate. What was the government doing? Hmm. Really? That's yes. happening to know. I was very impressed and she's the only one who did it. All these Rahul Shiv Shankars and Arnabs who are lapdogs of, you know, the establishment. Uh, it took Ananjana to ask that question. And of course, uh, Patra conveniently sidestepped it because she's not forceful enough to follow through with it. 
I disagree with you about the army being fully well prepared because um, it'll only uh, we'll only come into a combat situation when all the inadequacies will come up and then everybody will be talking about it. But right now we are woefully in an inadequate state in many areas, particularly as I remember, as I recall especially in Siachen, where uniforms, because they're specialized uniforms to survive that kind of cold, they ha- they come back, they take off those uniforms, and they're worn again nice. by nice. the replacements. So, you know, we're not in a good situation. But Man- Madhu, yeah, yeah, one sec, Manisha, yeah, you have no, so, you, your views uh, on this, what, yeah, what did I you think, watch? Uh, I think Indian Express's report was actually the best report, the Pankar Ghosh's from the ground. It really told you a lot about what was happening. TV, I've given up on. I don't think they'll ever report. But even when you have to discuss something like this, there are a lot of meaningful discussions that could have happened on this. The first thing is that, and Sudhir has done a piece for us, T.S. Sudhir, where he's spoken to CRPF officers. Uh, these men were giving security cover to road laying in Sukma. Now, his point is that government gets contractors, really small-time contractors to lay these roads who take a lot of time. Often their labor is scared away, their machines are destroyed by Maoists. So you you have a situation where one battalion is looking at security for a month. So you, you're giving it to Maoists to plan an attack because they know the regularity routine. with which these guys are there. They know the routine. And how how vigilant can you stay for two months if you're doing the same thing again and again? So the CRPF officers had said that we want, you know... Uh, bigger private players to get into road construction who take less time so that we are not sitting ducks for, you know, Maoists to use as shooting practice. And um, so these are the questions that could have been asked on television debate. There are enough questions that can actually be asked about this. this And it could have been, even if you can't report, forget, you don't want to waste money on sending reporters. You see one... These are the questions that you should be asking of the government. But none of that happened. Instead, you had... Where is Kanaya Kumar's tweet? Yeah. Okay, just tweet. one thing though. I mean, I have I have tremendous problems with uh, TV turning around and saying that we can't afford to report. You are the one medium in the Indian media scape today that's getting money. Yeah, that's earning in hordes. If you are not going to back reporting, who on the report? Earth Absolutely, is you have to. You have to, to you know, on, make on, it happen. Uh, Sorry, one I, one yeah, small please, thing. Please, please. Uh, you know, Madhu, I will agree with Anand on this. On the preparedness, maybe uh, as far as uniforms are cons- concerned and other you know uh, stuff that they require, uh, equipment-wise, they may be as unprepared as CRPF. But I I remember when I went to shoot at Varangte where they have the jungle warfare and training school for uh, you know counterinsurgency maoist operations and i spoke to the trainers there so what they said was that you know other than the forgies who come here to train we also get bsf crpf they also come on these little 20 day he says it's pointless for them to come because the forgies who come they're already fit they can run 40 kilometers without stopping so i'm not getting them fit i'm getting them to how to survive in the jungle so they're training they, when they come here they are being only t- trained on survival skills when the other paramilitary forces come or, or the other, you know, central forces come, by the time their time is over, I have just made them run 20 kilometers. Like when they come here, they cannot even run that. Why is that? Because the the regimentation is not so major in the police and other forces, right? In the forge, from the time you're in the NDA or the time you're in you you have a very, like, you will not see the kind of cops if you go to Punjab or you go to Delhi and you walk into a police station. 80% or between 50 to 80% of your cops are going to be overweight. It's completely unfit. Totally unprepared. Yeah. Whereas when you walk into a barrack, an army barrack, 
there'll be few people who'll be unfit otherwise everyone is super fit yeah so he says even in just their physical they can't even run away many of the guys who come i'm i look at them and i say you know if you were ambushed i can't even tell you to run because you can't even run plus abhinandan look at the way these operations should be conducted you have to have a command proper command structure in place mm. army has never had an acting chief or an acting yeah. out or have for 3 years for, yeah. we don't have a head crpf head. head no also and if your lane happens and they appoint a head if yeah. you're laying a road like in the conditions that manisha has described it's not going to be a surprise that you're going to be attacked of course yeah, so there should be a more detailed plan on yeah, protecting yeah. and uh, basically just working it seems to be like bhej do unko let them build the road or send them there without actual uh, a strategic plan that when you are attacked this is what you're supposed to do as a lay person this is what i'm assessing i'm not sure of it and i like to maybe maybe they do have it but it doesn't seem to be effective in any way that's that? happening repeatedly the same kind yeah, of attack exactly. so so i think it requires more uh, much more serious planning than what seems to be happening it's just a bhej yeah, it's a feeling like bhej exactly, do it's absolutely. like chokidar ko bhej do yes and they're being treated like chokidars not like stri- and the, uh, how to protect themselves also yeah the 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 right wing and the government supporters were you know bringing out when i mean i for one and many others asked for at least offer to resign the home minister should offer to resign they said they brought out the stats you know that in the last one year uh, so many more naxals have surrendered have been killed and uh, you know these operations are, but again you see i come back to same situation uh, a successful landing is not the same as a horrible crash right you may kill more naxals or you may more naxals may surrender but that is no you cannot equate it to 25 crpf men I killed, killed every 6 months every 2 yeah, months but that's the thing but that you, you don't know how you approach you the problem it is becomes yes, so partisan totally. even things like this have become so partisan but you know Shameful. these attacks happen now I remember the biggest one happened under the UPA with the yeah. 60s, 70s, 70s. The one stark difference, and this is why I find this time we live in really worrying. The way the government got a free pass, and everyone except the government power was being questioned by the largest chunk of television media and even much of print. Hmm. is unprecedented i have not seen mother you may have you know journey i've never seen it. i've never, seen, I've never seen such a fawning and a party in government getting a free pass i have never i've never seen, seen, seen such a fawning media ever than what is happening now and that's saying a lot i mean forget about bending to crawl or whatever there's no crawling it is like you don't we don't need to crawl we're there for you hmm. we're all for Shocking. you You know, I, I mean, it's, it's, I find of... this the most disturbing part of what is happening, and what we discussed in um, our position in uh, in free media. Hmm. Uh, I think it's uh, we haven't discussed it yet, but you brought it up as a point yes, to the, be discussed. We'll discuss that. And I think this is part of it that because the government has become unaccountable, and the media, be- because much like Trump has done, and Modi has done, and Putin has done, has discredited the media and worked on it. that the population does not the public does not support the media and this is a big problem because it's made this government and other governments unaccountable and they're getting away with this as you said uh, there's no call even for his resignation and yeah, which is sure. very different from what when you look at the coverage of uh, the attacks under upa2 where arnab you know people have actually put out videos of him asking for resignation of the 
home minister in contrast and, to the arna bas yeah like what is your government doing where is the home minister like really pointed questions at the government and now you see him through his twitter handle he's launching republic tv and through republic tv's twitter handle he's put out questions like where are those seculars Tell me pseudos. Exactly. Now he's you, become. A, he's mean, become one of those tucha trolls. He's no longer news. You know the first, thing is. But he's a tucha troll with a you know stenographer. Get on Twitter yourself. What is yeah. this Anna Bas exactly. like sign? No, says what is extremely what is cynical about this is when you see Times now. What they were doing was they were playing uh, pictures of the soldiers who were murdered, hmm. and attacked, under attack, and they were playing a uh, video of Kanhaiya and Jnu. I mean, you're equating. It's it is ridiculous, ridiculous to do that, and, and this guy can get lynched. But yeah, it's not ridiculous. It is actually very, very uh, mischievous. And I think what is happening, and you know, I'd like to again come to Sambit Patra here. What he did on a show on We the People, where this guy from Kashmir said something, something, and he said, and you know, it's not that for God we're doing it. He meant God as a generic hmm. this thing. When Sambit Patra said, and like my friend Ali said, that for Allah they will do this, but not. He says, I knew you'd do that. I did not say Allah. and you know he had this smile on his face yeah. uh, how does a man like samit patra sleep at night i think he is so disgusting the kind of things he does on television whether it was that naxal bhakshak thing mm. and i know for a fact when the camera stops rolling because i have friends who are journalists mm. he giggles and walks out says karna padta yaar i'm like dude That's how disgusting sick. a person are you like how low will you go and i remember when aap got 67 seats aruna was at the office remember aruna mm. said I can't ask him because I'm feeling very bad. He says, "Yeah, that's so embarrassing. Don't do it. 67 or 70. Don't be so mean to me." But he was literally begging not to be harassed. Hmm. But when he's powerful, the way he behaves and how irresponsibly he behaves. One thing that struck out was that after the Kashmir uh, fracas that has happened, you know, uh, a week ago or something, many people, many journalists, including Barkha, they asked for. I think governor's rule is imminent now. No one's asked for governor rules. Governor's rule here. Mm. I would actually go for governor's rule because this I find it so troubling. You know, twenty-five and and because it's not the army. And I I repeat, you know, howsoever much Madhu may say that army won't be very different. I I'm sorry, I yeah, disagree. I think they'll handle There's a complete better, yeah. you know uh, difference in the way they would act. They would, and I think this has to be tackled. The training, but yeah, you know, also Anand in the last uh, and also if I can just yes, finish, you know, Hartosh. brought out this important point that maybe 7 or 8 years ago KPS Gill you know mm. the the famous or infamous you may call him KPS yeah. Gill he was recruited he was a consultant by the government the, yes, yes i remember he had come up with a plan Raman also saying he came up with a plan yes and the same the chief minister who's overseeing all this you know this disaster now he ignored that plan now if you ignore someone like KPS Gill you better be sure what you're doing and we we can see the results now so i mean bring governor's rule to be honest it's also yeah. there's been so much violence happening in this region in particular for a while like for the last year or so we've been hearing uh, of the maoists in particular beheading uh, village pradhans like for instance the village um, that is right now in uh, that w- near which all of this attack happened the pradhan of that was uh, killed a couple of weeks or months ago if i uh, recently okay mm. i'm not sure if it was weeks or months but recently and uh, nothing happened when his mutilated body was dumped back in the center of the village which is how the maoists do this thing leave right leave their message yeah mm. and that's what apparently according to one story that i read that's what uh, 
completely f- uh, petrified the rest of the villagers. They knew they had, and they are coming on record saying that we knew something horrible was going to happen. They left that as a sign. So it just also makes you makes you realize that when you are staying in these uh, situations where these vi- where these incidents of violence have become so regular that you're completely numbed to it you do not even see the signs yeah and you know the funny thing is i think maybe next hafta or something we could probably get rahul pandita to you know his mm. views on this uh, from his book it's very clear that army is required but army doesn't want because mm. they want, want yeah. because it's a political army doesn't want to be involved in the naxal operation i don't know why okay i just like to read an email before we move on to the next couple of subjects this letter is from dikshant hi news lonely team i'm a subscriber in case it helps the mail reach the top of the pile nay dikshant you are already on top of the pile just kidding subscribers he keep mails padhe jate hain This email is regarding the mob attack on Mr. Vardhan on the last hafta for his contentious comment on the feminization of Hinduism and the courage of a writer. I'm astounded by the inability expressed by the panel to a- address his argument and the redux- reduction of it to semantic nitpicking. Had you seen his point through to the end it wouldn't it would have probably been a more accurate and sensible disagreement. The first point of attack was his use of the word feminization and imagining a morality to it that he did not intend. This even after he repeatedly clarified its usage as a metaphor, a problematic one at worst as Manish observed. As a listener who has the experience of Mr. Vardhan's sensibilities from the past episodes, it was evident to me that he meant the word as a reflection of the values of the feminine and the masculine in culture and in common thought. It was obviously not an indictment of the feminist cause as many in the pa- panel made it out to be feminization was shorthand for the values of restraint passivity timidity and not a commentary on women uh, although i don't see how it is not but i honestly dikshant nothing personal but i don't think that sentence makes any sense to me feminization was shorthand for the values of restraint passivity timidity but not a commentary on women but that is what feminine exactly describes I think I you mind restrained but this passivity timidity? thing is problematic timidity so you yeah. know the, uh, what i'm saying is in indian it's been internalized to such an extent you don't even realize the ridiculousness of the sentence the word feminization is not a commentary on women then what is it on i'm What, what don't use the word feminization. Then don't use it. Use some other word. And it's used in a way of of signifying weakness. So, I I mean I think we were right in in uh, pointing out how we disagreed with Anand, and I think he it's and fine. Look, yeah, we disagree all the time. Vikshant, I don't it, see why. Fine. What I mean, people have disagreed with me. Me and Anand have gone at each other. I mean, can I uh, give one small example? Sure. Somebody tweeted. Um, Uh, 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 a newspaper clipping of my husband uh, having given a lecture in he's a cardiac surgeon mm. giving a lecture in Madhya Pradesh mm. I think in Indore or some place uh, where he said in his speech that told women that jab tak aapka pati subere pranayam na kare the yogic breathing tab tak unko bhojan nahi dena so it was tweeted within the family and one of my daughters that tweeted uh, messaged back that this is a highly sexist statement because it presumes that only women are in the kitchen and only yeah, women are feeding the man and and the man so it is a sexist statement of and i think is. i think that a lot of it like when we point it out i think that's part of the growth unless we point it out men will People never realize we're so part of the stereotypical speech In and therefore stereotypical thinking exactly i think and dikshant goes on with um it was not 
the way masculinity was shorthand for courage and aggression so if masculinity is shorthand for courage and aggression feminism is shorthand for timidity and it doesn't have anything to do with gender i like i, I mean, said that makes you can't have the term masculine and feminine without referencing gender, gender exactly. it just doesn't work it was frustrating to see how everyone's focus on the vocabulary of expression made us lose out the opportunity to debate the underlying idea which was probably much more problematic why does he think hinduism needs a martial reorientation madhu furthers this comedy by a casual remark about how no man she's ever met has really internalized feminism and in fact we're all rather just saving ourselves from the embarrassment of political incorrectness i repeat that without diving into the credibility of this world view maybe it is time to think that the problem is not with every man you've met but rather dot 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 just joking rather the problems with me oh i see okay oh, sorry i didn't get that <laughs> oh god second <laughs> second because if you want to say something then just say, say it. it yeah that's Don't that's us that's we are here dot dot dots yeah Se- but this he's is, just joking can i just is, say one thing mm-hmm. that I don't see it as a battle. I don't see it as men against women or women against men. I think it is a point of mental growth for both sides. A lot of women are also brainwashed into this thing. And I admit that a large part of my life I was like I followed my husband to his place of work. Mm. I uh, even you and I use the word janani ki tarah ki baat kar rahe ho. It's a, I I did suppress my career for a large part of my t- uh, for 12 years of my life to be only a mother which is not only a mother it was a huge step up for me to be only a, just a mother not not work mm. so i think there are a lot of given takes and, and where we're all learning and i think this was a time for anand for him it should have been a learning experience and for this writer as well it should have been a learning experience instead of defending it second point about the courage of a writer again it was very evident that his conception of a riot was not 100 men descending on one that is lynching as he tried to clarify in whatever window he got his conception was a physical conflict between sizable teams or even against odds well that doesn't sound like a riot that sounds like an olympic uh <laughs> the riots that i'm aware of are the one that happened in gujarat the one that happened in delhi uh and i don't know dikshant if you're aware of okay the 11 coming in from delhi abhinandan sekri anand vardhan versus manjeet baljeet tarandeet dude I, i don't know which right you have anyway this you are describing a sport right is not a sport anyway it comes from a rock of Uh, his conception of the physical conflict between sizable teams or even against odds and the courage required in physical fighting that fight it comes um, from a rock of conviction courage does not have to always be moral i'm surprised mrs akri was unable to grasp this idea since it is very similar to the one espoused by bilma about those terrorists who flew the airplane on 911 the sheer courage required to inflict violence is not a kind of courage we should celebrate but courage it still is okay just one little difference when you're part of a mob rioting like the context was hindu mobs which have far outnumbered any muslim mob in the two riots that were the context that we were referring to when you're flying a plane into a building it is certain death certain death please understand the difference no the muslim mobs in mumbai were yeah, quite large big, but also i i'm just curious that this uh, this admiration that is being offered for the courage of the rioter in these hindu mobs Uh, by that logic i'm assuming those who admire that courage will also admire the courage of stone pelters i don't know no, no probably and also i think it comes from a place where you oh, either mouse? have not been yeah no, I, besides i i, I have a problem with this entire for, yeah. thing that being a part of a bunch that is going to fight is 
an act of courage what i was trying to no, make no, a point yeah. was that i don't know dikshant if you've been a part of once of a group like that i think like you've covered it or been there i to think know. yeah i think j- the mindset of a group that is going to inflict violence is not courage uh, trust me on that Lastly, the bit of Mr. Sekri's rant, his tone was nauseating. If not for anything else, Mr. Vardhan gets brownie points only just for maintaining his composure throughout. The yeah, you're too rough. The fact, okay, but but I'm always too rough. When have I been gentle, Madhu? The fact well, that Mr. Sekri, try Sekh, to be gentle. I have try all the time. It's a battle every day. <laughs> the, the, the fact that Mr. Sekri, <laughs> that's, that's why they call Buddhism a battle every day. Keep practicing. Engage in the it. argument because of being stuck on his idea of a riot being hundred men raping a woman. pretty much till the end makes it unnecessary to critique his content the entire discussion in the end unfortunately reduced to who has more courage a man a woman women journalist women who give birth da 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 i'm sad we were robbed of a genuine discussion about mr vardhan's ideas of masculization of hinduism it would be great if he could write it down so we are able to read it in peace we shall definitely request him to write it in an article so it can articulate it more clearly and it's not hurried which sometimes discussions tend to be you can read swami vivekanand he's written a great deal on on how he would like hindu men to become like samurais so that's the suggestion dikshant you can um check also, out some vikanand uh, feminization of uh, hinduism might not be a bad idea given all our martial figures are women <laughs> we do not have a war god right we, we have only war have war goddesses so when you're feminizing and looking for timidity and uh, obedient and docile Great people point. have hmm. fun and real power of wealth comes from yes lakshmi right So well, Dikshant, Lakshmi and a small pot-bellied chap called Kubera. So at least that's like gen- gender-wise divided. Kubera was pot-bellied. Yeah, but he could say chocolate milky. So Dikshant, thanks for your letter. Really appreciate you writing your thoughts in a very clear and organized fashion. We really appreciate such feedback. It, you know, gives us, you guys a chance to critique us and also yeah, for us you. to yeah, thank you. Food for thought. Look yeah, at I mean, and, no, and, sorry, and look one at more this. Uh, wealth, knowledge, and war. All, all three women. are goddesses. Yeah, isn't that amazing? But destruction, the Shivaena, bitta. तो भाई. Creator कौन है बेटा? वो तो ब्रह्मा है. ठीक है. तो ठीक है. Sorry मधु, वो भी आते हैं. Brahmi, you're all wrong. It's all Gomata. Okay. Everyone's got it. So thanks, Dikshant. Appreciate it. I hope you take the advice and read the bit of Vivekanand. And I'll try to be more gentle. But dude, this is how I talk. This is how I argue. I don't expect people to be gentle with me. I won't be gentle with others. So try to be. It's all good. <laughs> okay, I'll try to be. Promise, Madhu. Okay, moving on. Manisha, why don't you start this one? You have the World Press Freedom Index India slips. You have the JNK ban. You have MCD elections. Or if you want, and I would like to talk a little bit about this, about the cow identification number. We can also discuss that in the end. Your pick. I think we should talk about the um, attack in Delhi that happened actually. Oh, uh, tying in with the in Kalkaji, Kalkaji sorry. Where uh, three men who were uh, cattle traders they were taking buffaloes to a mandi in Gazipur and uh, this was Sunday night. And uh, now according to reports uh, there were activists of PFA that intercepted the vehicle, stopped them at Kalkaji and they started beating uh, these boys. Uh as luck would have it hartosh was on the spot <laughs> of all the journalists i mean i think uh, hartosh was where he was on the spot uh, when the this spot? happened yeah he was there how when, Malab, by chance ki baat hai hartosh ji pahunch gaya i mean Malab, the most he all the, all the yeah. people and i the think he was at bhairo's mandir in kalkati <laughs> i think he you know what it was shaniwar it was shaniwar no it was sunday night 
I think no, it was Saturday night. He must have gone for uh, Shani Darshan. That way, Hartosh. If you're listening, Hartosh. <laughs> Now I have uh, doubted, but uh, of course that is amazing. Yeah, yeah and yeah, he yeah. started tweeting. Uh, you know, the interpret journalist. That's actually he's, how I yeah, found out that he started it tweeting because about of her videos. Feet. He said that there were people with saffron bandanas saying "Jai Ram" and all that. And uh, a reporter friend of mine. So all reporters and obviously descended very quickly to the spot. A reporter friend of mine was also there, and he was like, "When I reached there, and I started asking, so the police had already taken the people. There was a mandir nearby, so there was some jagrata. This it's still not clear who beat these kids up, boys up." whether it was the pfa guys the police says it was pfa and this pfa guy has had a history with cow vigilantism saurav and gorav gupta i think there are two brothers uh, back in 2014 uh, they were doing the same thing with rss men hmm. uh, intercepting vans and sort of going at them so when this reporter friend of mine arrived there he was like you know i spoke to a lot of people and a lot of people the scary thing was like he's like people said that ye public ki maar hai you know what ye public, public ki maar hai, hai. and that is what is scary because these guys were they had the papers they were they were not, this was not cows apparently they had overloaded the vehicle okay, so, so there was okay so here's the thing i think the only animal that is safe to um whatever grow in animal husbandry circumstances now are rabbits yeah nothing else <laughs> everything else can be a cow now because it's so, hair today gone tomorrow <laughs> oh terrible oh. <laughs> terrible <laughs> but because uh, there was a case but people are very rabid about it they're very rabid <laughs> about these cows anyway um, how funny bunny the world <laughs> how funny bunny hi bye madhu you win madhu wins this week speech how funny bunny too good maza aa gaya ha what were you saying anand no, no but united airlines managed to uh, put to killer uh, the largest yeah, hair world's the largest, largest hair yeah. no uh, because i was thinking there was a goat that was uh, there was somebody who had a goat which was mistaken for a calf Uh, there are buffaloes that are being now mistaken for cows. First of all, clearly gaurakshaks don't know what they're rakshaing. This is um, unreal. That's this one discussion. problem. But uh, yeah, because in all these cases there were no cows. There are Actually, no cows. Actually, even the uh, incident that happened in Jammu so and Kashmir. Exactly. Bakar, a, a bakri for a calf. <laughs> there was somewhere that they mistook a bakri for a calf. Okay, if any gaurakshak listen to this, a bakri has two udders. A cow has four. Dude, that even I learnt in class two. What kind of gaurakshaks are you? That's what I mean. They don't know what they're rakshaing. Um, and the worst thing is in these cases. Speaks to lady with a cow. There's one with cows uh, all over buffaloes. By the way, <laughs> if you look carefully. Hmm. Yeah. No, there's one of the incidents that happened in JNK where these Bakarwal yeah. community was attacked. There's videos that have come yeah, out now that show the police just standing, standing there. there. You have these men saying Jai Sri Ram. Masculine Hindus, I believe. Bharat Mata ki jai. Yeah. They're jai. shouting Bharat Mata ki jai while throwing and, stuff and at these women. And and there's a woman who's, I mean, this is a woman in a shelter, and she's crying and she's pleading, don't do anything. And these and guys are going at her, at the, the family, and, and the police is just someone throws something in, yeah. and you can hear the chants of Bharat Mata ki jai. You know what I'm saying is this kind of contagion, and what's most uh, disturbing about this? Sorry to cut in. Uh, you want to continue? No, no, no. Go for it. My God, he so says humbly. So, uh, no. He's changing. He's being gentle. Please note the humility. E- even during the hafta, he has changed. Please uh, yes, log yes. that <laughs> humility. <laughs> gentle, gentle. See, I'm I'm he being has, gentle. He has. Uh, please log humility. I've turned over. He's actually logging your masculine it. Side. He's actually logging it. Okay. He's like, no, <laughs> but you know what no, no, I have found. It. What I have found is, and this is what I find disturbing, and I have discussed this very briefly in the podcast that. I get a lot of abuse for because DJ is not there and I'm filling in. Uh, I watched the Zookeeper's Wife, which I loved as a film. I had not heard of it. I didn't go in with any expectations, but I was blown away by how beautiful it was. And 
a scene that even brought a hard-hearted man like me and mother you know me i mean lump in my throat i don't remember when i've ever got it almost brought it to you to my eye when these little children are being put on these trains the jews when they're being sent to gas and you know the kids don't know they just put their hand up yeah. like this to be picked up thinking they're going for some ride it's so sad now at that time in warsaw you know there were four kinds of people there were ones that saw what was happening around and they didn't like it but they were too meek or too um disempowered to say anything but they didn't like it they didn't endorse it they were those who endorse it but not because they say it's good to kill people you know it's good for the economy it's good for this theek hai this is you know it's a side effect evil. i know lots of such people who say theek hai but then there are those who say this has to happen it's about time these jews are shown their place because they have dominated the economics of this and then there are the fourth who are actually going out and actually doing it and helping kill people But this happened in all circumstances in during the emergency right. in 84 now i am just i just think during when you during the pandits uh, this thing also now when you are there and if you're in such a situation you can't see yourself but if you see it in another cultural context i urge everyone to watch a film devoid of your cultural context but which has one community being targeted whether it's kashmiri pandits whether it is muslims whether it is and you tell me in that society which of the four people you are you will get an idea of why and here i'm going to go on a bit of a liberal rant i should write this as a piece actually you know the liberal is always accused of having an intellectual snobbishness or a snobbery or a superiority yes the liberal has an inter- uh, has a superiority complex Ooh. or whatever but it is not intellectual it is basically a moral and ethical because throughout history whether it was gender whether it was race whether it was slavery the liberal has been the right side of the moral argument and that's why no matter how much plunder and rape and violence the conservative side indulges in they will always feel weaker because we will always laugh at them and say look how disgusting and low they are because there is a superiority that attitude is there we should be unabashed about it because it is not an intellectual superiority it is a basically moral and ethical and a spiritual superiority and i have all of history in every country in every cultural context to prove it so honestly this entire justifying your superiority balls forget justifying no go back to the original thought yeah, so i'm saying so i see a lot of people who you know they say that see the this thing touched 30000 na hmm. stock market bsc starts 30000 record uh, rupees at a record whatever 14 month yeah. high or whatever it'll be good it be optimistic this is you know this is and this needed to be done there has to be a slight correction i have heard educated people justifying the actions i was like dude i have i have stopped talking to people and you know this whole he bullshit he stopped talking to people that's uh, dramatic no r- honestly there are people who i have known for so long and they hideous oh, but i saw this exactly in the emergency has emerged now i said you don't have the balls to say it all this time if this is what you felt not only are you morally reprehensible you have not had the balls to say this all this time just because up was in power this happened during the emergency when all these people were being sent to jail not all these were a few people were being sent to jail a few people were um, uh, you know journalists and politicians and the rest of the country was saying this needs to be done you need to clean out the uh, the slums you need to t- 
teach bureaucrats a lesson. People need to be... They were... the 90%, 99.9% of the population were supporting all the dic- dictatorial moves that Indira Gandhi and Sanjay Gandhi were doing. In 1984, the, a large part of the population were saying that the Sikhs needed yes. to be taught a lesson. Yes. The Godra, the same thing. I remember when I was in Dehradun, there were two... Muslim kabhi sir, there, uthane, uthane there, there were two bakeries. There was Standard Bakery and there was Elora's. And I remember someone who used to teach me, uh, telling me when we went out, I want to go buy a pastry, don't go to Standard, go to Elora. Standard was owned by Sardar. Hmm. I was like, I, I just followed orders. Abhinandan, if I can come in. you know. Hmm. You. So, so uh, one second. Yeah. So I think that this point is really important that when we are going through it like we are now, and I'm old enough to have gone through many of these phases, these these kind of things, similar things, when you're going through it, actually, what Abhinandan is talking about is that you don't realize it. But when you're sitting at your in your home, when you're going to work every day, and you're ignoring what is going on, you have taken a position by not by not reacting, by not doing anything, by making the government unaccountable, by making vigilantism okay. I think this is an extremely serious issue that needs to be paid attention to by the media. Anand. Yeah, no, you know, on, on the topic of what you're talking about, uh, what happened, you know, the Holocaust, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, incidentally, I can recommend, a, uh, I think it was a 10-part series called Shoah, you know, which actually really brings about this thing of... How do you spell it? Um, S-H-O-A-H. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it means S- the Israeli, Holocaust. It's the Hebrew word for Holocaust. for Holocaust. S-H-O-H. S-H-O-A-H. Yeah, this thing. So, you know, and that, there, there were many companies, for example, I think the... Uh, the paint company in Germany, I forget, Volkswagen, you know, all, all these companies actually actively collaborated, sided with the Nazis. Hugo Boss, they made the uniform. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Um, in fact, Porsche, Porsche designed the Volkswagen Beetle for Hitler. But, uh, you know, the, the whole point is, I've kind of, for a long time, I was like many other people, uh, of course, I, I can say for myself, uh, with, uh, you know, uh, having rationalized it to a very great extent, um, was pigeonholing people into left and right. Everyone does it, and I was doing it as well. So along the line, I've kind of uh, not quite ditched that categorization, but I think I've probably refined it into those who are social Darwinianist and those who are not. Because what I've found is that social Darwin, and I've written about this, maybe I should re- write a separate piece on why left and right should be junked and why this categorization of social I Darwinian. That's and very yeah, true. It's, and important. it is more accurate also. Yes. It's not because I have found, uh, you know, throughout history, throughout contemporary and modern history, left and right both have shamelessly indulged in social Darwinism, where they think that what they think for the greater good is the correct thing to do, being apathetic, you know, not uh, sympathizing with, you know, a, a lot of other people because you think this is the right decision to do. Right has done it. The left has done it. The most recent example of right doing it is the demonetization, of course, where the suffering of others is immaterial. Left has done it many times. You continue to do it. So it's not just about left and right. It is, are you a social Darwinian or not? And I think it fits perfectly in our discourse. In anything you do, just find out if you are thinking of, Are bhai, ye acha ho hai. Ye dunya ke liye acha ho hai. The hierarchy of suffering. Is the There's a hierarchy line. of suffering that to it. That is the first indication that boss there's something wrong with you but right? it's also that there's a certain fiction that you are choosing to buy or convince yourself of because you feel it is empowering you 
that's really it. Because here's the thing, right? Like the Sensex hitting a high, rupee is doing this. We got numbers of how the economy is apparently booming. These are incredible numbers. I, I don't have the data to prove that this is all fudged, but I'm quite certain it is. We've heard throughout the last few months, we've heard about industries being shut down. We've heard about farmers d doing horrific things, debasing themselves just to be heard for yeah. their plight. And then you're trying to tell me that really the economy is actually growing. These guys are all making up their woes. It's not credible, but we want to believe this. There's a majoritarian need to feel strong, which is uh, which is given strength to by doing things like these lynchings, allowing these lynchings. And, you know, and it's not just what you're talking about. You know, uh, Anand, sometimes I don't even mind someone, you know, defending uh, an act like say demonetization, which I didn't support. But I think there is a way of defending it while calling out this is horrible. Yes, I agree. That should be taken care of. You know, someone should be held responsible. What I'm saying is you can still, I'm not saying anyone who backs Modi is evil. Yeah. No, no. It is, it is, it is very reasonable and rational for someone to say in the larger context, I think this guy is good, but this needs to be done. This needs to be done. This needs to be done. It is only a spokesperson's job to back everything the guy does. People like you, you and me don't have to. No. Now you see the thing now with Gauraksha. What's happened is the people like you and me have taken such absolute positions. And sorry, Anand, one quick yeah, point. Sure, sure. You know the whole. Uh, I don't use the word left and right as much as I do liberal and conservative right now because I think that is slightly more accurate. Because with a you know liberal. But there are so few liberals. True liberals are so I agree. few. I agree. With I you. agree. I, mean, I agree. I also don't. Fingers, I completely you know? agree with you. I also don't That's think we have a left or right in terms of ideology. Yeah. And, right? the, like, also, and in India, it's very because people who are left of center have very feudal mindsets. Yeah. Because most of them come from feudal families, but and their leftism is a flirtation left with ideology. Is maintaining their privilege. Exactly. And intellectual social privilege. Yeah where they are on top fact, of the hierarchy. In fact, the Nakshalbari movement threw up a whole Absolutely. generation of feudal liber uh, lefties. But yeah. th the point I'm making is that, you know, the, this one person, I would not name you know him, I would have done otherwise, but we have family connections, who appears frequently on panels showing how brave he is, hmm. chest thumping and, you know, talking in support of... He was the most meek person I had known. Hmm. And when we were sitting at Dharna against Sibyl and this one, I said, why don't you come? You know, someone like you whose writings are taken seriously, joining us. Because that time, IC hadn't become as big as it was. There was 25, 30 of us used to sit there. And Anna kind of <laughs> leading us. Uh, and uh, he says, nahi yaar, I can't. His exact words are, Sarkar badi kameeni hai. Kuch bhi kar sakti hai. It was a man. Okay. Now, he's frequent on panels. And I'm like, now you're very brave. You don't mind, you know, defending someone, killing people. You don't have the guts to sit with me against the UPA because you were too scared of them. What I'm saying is this, okay, I'm making, I'm going to make a ridiculously sweeping statement, but I will make the statement and I'll back it in the future. 80% of the conservatives right now, including many people who have appeared on our panel here, did not have the slightest far-right inclinations when I used to speak with them. Hmm. And they didn't even have the guts to come and back us on UPA, uh, against UPA. Now they are so brave. Who yeah. do you carry? We've because got a generation the, of toadies. The cowardice in the conservative is the status quo cowardice. And the liberal will always be braver. And for that reason, the conservative will always be looked, looked down upon by the liberal. And that feeling of inadequacy, like in Tombstone, uh, you know, uh, this guy says Val Kilmer, who plays uh, Doc Holliday. 
his girlfriend asks him what makes a guy like Ringo who's another shooter kill so many people he says because there's this big dark hole where his heart should be and no amount of killing or rape or pillage will fill that hole but he'll keep doing that to feel powerful and he'll never feel powerful and that for me is the defining difference between a liberal and a conservative see i mean and then the golden rule is if you go by an axiom which is darwin's theory of evolution all right you cannot go wrong in the you know psychoanalyzing human humans essentially so conservatism nationalism they actually anti science enough said in one sentence you can actually roll them up in a whole doll and throw them away you can be a conservative all your life but i will i can never respect you because i know you're anti science that's enough no there's another point conservative the, by its very term means to you are cons- against change yeah, exactly and conserve means conserve everything the way it yeah, is against which evolution means that, i mean you can't, you know which means that so, you are not for changing anything yeah. and everything is good now nobody can convince me that everything is good yeah absolutely with the kind of so, poverty levels we have the lack of education facilities everything is not good so it cannot be conserved but it has to be changed yeah, quickly very quickly you know on the because they all started with the gaurakshaks mm. and I, I, everyone knows my views on this thing mm. and i've also written a piece on this yes. i'm going to write another one uh, you know we should be up tomorrow but uh, maybe because i have seen narendra modi saying publicly at least you know non violently ki bhai aisa mat karo mat karo nobody is paying him any heed all right it's very clear that on the ground people don't you know give a damn about what narendra modi is saying so maybe if i can uh, as a as as someone defeated and you know and seeing what's going on give a solution which is that because these things and again i repeat you know you may you may say i'm wrong but these gaurakshak things have been happening for a very long time Uh, it's just now that of course i agree they're emboldened because of complete lack of law enforcement and you know police are scared to go against their political masters or whatever maybe a solution is to provide them it sounds horrible all right but please bear with me is to provide government trucks for cattle transport all right i don't think that will help because um which we've also seen in the last couple of cases this really horrible situation where not only are these people beaten up but the case is slapped on them hmm. the law is being used against them yeah even yeah, after pelu khan was same, killed 11 Pelu-Khan people and were this one, both, both of these cases cattle smuggling but not for murder indeed right? so but the, what if you so see a government truck no, but i think what anand's point is that if you see a gu- that was still private truck see, if yeah. there are government transport services yeah. like a tram is it's a sarkari vehicle yes sarkari but my point is that a law enforcement then you know immediately gaurakshak sir actually no local stand i but anand you know? the police is turning around the police that is there to see what has happened course, is turning around and saying that ha huh, it's okay we'll file the charge of cattle smuggling we'll let that one go we'll let murder go no no but so, i think what anand is saying is then they would be acting against their government yeah It's a, it's a government vehicle now it's not approved. they are saying that that guy is a thief now so then they are yeah. saying my government is a thief yeah. if they it happens in, so, in up they'll say up yogi adityanath transport department is a thief they won't mm. do that then what do you think of that i think it's a good yeah, idea maybe. although it, good idea. it goes against government should I, it's no it's a horrible idea i mean not idea a solution ideologically or economic ideology be, yeah. Yeah. you know it's the freedom it's of a person to use his own no? car or transport to transport whatever he is carrying legally but we are living in a situation yeah, where you have so. to think out of the box okay but i mean I have, that that sorry. also implies i mean if that's where we've come to right exactly. that's why i said i feel horrible we've come you know, to then suggesting this but if that is the only way for someone to ply a completely legal yeah, trade but you know without being killed 
Okay, I have one more question related to cows. Uh, you know, the government, I'm reading a headline from the Mint. Government plans unique ID for cows like Aadhaar number for humans. Government tells Supreme Court that the unique identification number for cows on the lines of Aadhaar for humans will help in curbing cattle smuggling. Mm. Now, uh, I was blown away by this, that the government is actually in the Supreme Court. There will be a unique ID to every cow. It's not like, a bad idea, to be honest. I mean, Ireland has it. But, but no, I know, but that's Ireland, Ireland is the like size ours, of... I'm it, sorry, a country like you, ours, Ireland where our resources Punjab, should I be guess? going <laughs> for children, Antilla is bigger than Ireland, and Antilla's population is more than Ireland. Okay, sorry, Anand is being sarcastic joke, and as joke. usually... I, um, no, but, no, but, but I, it does tell us what the Aadhaar is meant for, <laughs> by the way. No, but I'm just saying what it do was it? meant for what tracking, you do? What tracking cattle, you will have human or animal. No, you will have what? So there'll be this tracking device that you will suddenly, what, you'll have a GPS device that it so, will... Uh, like, so by the way, it, it doesn't does, say it's a GPS device. It's a unique identification number. Then what will you do with it? So uh, I know that in places like Canada, for instance, they have those tags that they put on mm. cows' ears, right? Because, But that's also because the cattle roam mm. like these vast open areas and so when you t- sort of have that machine that goes on the cattle you can tell whether it's yours or somebody else's mm. i'm not sure what it's supposed no, but to smuggling, do here. cattle smuggling is a huge problem huh? mm. i mean you know we're sitting here uh, if you go to interiors villages especially in border st- states that have borders it's a massive problem but you know. uh, would i say on the hierarchy of problems of our problem-free country like how high is it like everything's a problem so i think laws are a problem i think gen- I mean, gender- no, I'm protection just talking, is symbolic I'm and just it is talking, essential uh, to the Away from symbolism, I mean, you know, you have a farmer who has a cow, he's, no, he's sure, invested problems, so much, yeah, you know, that's probably his only there. asset. In many cases, uh, cattle is the only asset. So if you lose that... But the government choosing no, no, to no. zero on this problem that's, But that's is? not cattle smuggling, that's cattle theft. I don't have to, if I steal your cattle, I don't have to go to another state to sell it. I can even hack it here. What I'm saying is that we are making we are making it into something it's not anyway that's enough on cows should we just move on to another subject yeah freedom of press yeah okay, but so you know to- one word on this yeah cow 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 you know i just one thing i have i've really come to this conclusion that uh, you know there comes a time an era defining phrase and Shori crowned it. You know, mm. Said UPA, UPA plus, plus cow. And <laughs> how is I don't defining, think, era defining. I don't I'm think even joking. he knows how right he was. Because when he had he said, said it, it, he must have thought about it so long or not or by no, fluke I or something. No, I think it's just those moments when the muse comes I to Brilliant. Because when he said it, cow wasn't such a big issue at that time. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I don't, I don't know, know how he's, but it is just the most prescient phrase I have read and I've heard in the last four or five years. Okay, so um, we'll just move on to DJ. You can start on this. I'll just tell our listeners what it's about. India has slipped three places in the World Press Freedom Index. India ranks 136 on the latest World Freedom Index, a report published by Reporters Sans Frontiers. Kya, kya se karte Reporters Madhuri Without se Borders. Sans Frontiers. Sans Frontiers. Sans Frontiers. No, don't put on any accent. Sans. Just say Sans which means Baisa, without reporter sans frontier likha hai song is also sans, punjabi by the way frontier sans sans frontier song yeah. is a punjabi word right ha sans sans rabdi india it's fell three positions from its <laughs> previous years ranking of 133 it is now placed on a difficult situation group along with pakistan and afghanistan uh, the piece is uh, it's a short it's you can read on our website dj thoughts how good are we how good how bad have we become i mean obviously this warmed the cockles <laughs> of my heart um but uh, <laughs> but a couple of months ago maybe it was last year 
Remember there was a a study that came out about the amount of trust that the public has in the media? And India is actually quite high in that list, as in the Indian public does trust what the media brings out. Um, And uh, there was a little bit of furor about it because everyone had assumed that India would be lower on that list as well. But uh, our public thinks that the media is credible despite throwing around the terms of paid media, etc., etc. Now, in the context of that, where the public thinks that the media is credible, and this is where the media actually is in terms of freedom of press, what a misinformed country we are today. That is horrifying to me. And um, Manisha? So, uh, the report actually has a subhead uh, headline threat from Modi's nationalism and it says with Hindu nationalists trying to purge all manifestations of anti-national thought from the national debates, self-censorship is growing in the mainstream media. I think that is so true and this is what we were discussing about Sukma too that it isn't just about overt clamping down but the the self-censorship and just sucking up to the government which is also one of the prime reasons why we've slipped the way we have. And Manisha, I don't know for how long this uh, report that you have in front of you Mm. open uh, would be allowed uh, you know, would yeah, not the be map censored is, because the, <laughs> the because map is not what we believe the Indian map Kashmir. is. Yeah. But uh, so. one thing, and I think, you know, a lot of people who are in the not so favorable of Modi, uh, we tend to overstate sometimes the danger to threat on freedom of speech by him, under him, and understate what it was under UPA. It's the same, if um, pretty much. If the you remember, same. we had mm. to run a 66 save that yeah. we ran yeah. a campaign. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know but how many see, conservative uh, mouthpieces ran such campaigns where we called, in fact, Mr. Sibyl's son and Madhu grilled him on that. Mm. And uh, even then, conservatives didn't have the nuts to take on the government. Liberals took on even that government. Um, but even under them, the self-censorship was huge. I remember, I keep saying this, everyone knew about Vadra. Yeah. No one had the nuts to do that story. The Gandhi name struck terror in the hearts of these Chaubes and Chabes, like, like, uh, Amit nice Shah's, Chaube and like, Chaube. <laughs> you don't know, this is a very, it's it's very, um, never heard this castist, it's a, it's oh, a Mohavra, no, tum, tum log, genuine Indians, you know, you're not, <laughs> Sons of the soil. <laughs> there is basically it, it refers to Brahmins. There is you know Dube Chobe. Agar apne do Dube Chobe I know. To ek muhavra hai. Chobe ji banne gaye, chabe reh gaye Dube. So I've said it before also. That means you never listen to what I say. Anand, I'm deeply hurt. <laughs> no, but so, what does Chobe mean? Because Chaturvedi means someone who knows four Vedas. Bhai, maine to rat liya tha. Because Mr. Josh ne bola, beta, ten muhavre ratke lana. Maine kaha, sir, ratke le aunga. Ab maine isko dissect nahi kya, bhai. Itha, itha. This is as far as I go. So names don't mean much. Of course, of course. Some of them do. In this country, they mean far too much. Yeah. Pandeji. I mean, no, they mean, of course, they indicate No, no, not, past, just, not just in terms of symbolism, that is, but that, That's one objectionable lexicons. thing that has come up in the Aadhaar program, which is that you have to, HRDA says you have to the put cast, in your yeah. caste, yeah. your religion, and your and your surname. I think that these are things in this, gen, in this decade, in this century, we should get rid of. We should get rid yeah, of the okay. meaning of which class and which caste you're from and which mm. region you're from, all that. I think it should just go. One thing, so, uh, to, uh, to continue your conversation... Huh, so I'll just finish that mm-hmm. sentence I was saying. So what I'm saying is that even at that time, 
the fear the gandhi name struck in the hearts of these people oh. who have the guts to say rahul gandhi kahan ho tum and all it was there as well yeah yeah where we were you moved, then we should ask where were you then where were you, <laughs> 133 se hum 136 gaye we haven't come from number 1 to 136 mm, i just want to remind everyone yeah. Yeah. we were we, we were at points. the proud position of 133 we slipped to 136 so it's okay now yeah. one thing i wanted to bring up related to this present government um because uh, uh, the Cong- the upa is kind of ham-handed in the way they try to control the press and expose themselves all the time this government is far more clever and i just want to remind our listeners that this government has set up the national Me- media analytics center last year in february hmm. which uh, has been created to monitor analyze round the clock blogs blogs web portals of tv channels and newspapers social media platforms and the government will watches all these threads in the narrative and keeps a record of the negative narratives and um as well as any other uh tweets objectionable and objectionable material that material. you put out yeah there is a software that helps recall the past pattern of a writer and writers are then labeled positive negative wow. or neutral, neutral. Yeah, and this. this software uh was developed by uh, somebody in bangalore and then the second one that they have now created also besides the uh the first one there's now an electronic media monitoring center that monitors 600 plus channels around the clock so anything negative coming up about the government is uh zeroed in on and uh that person is marked so these are things that are in they are using our taxpayers money to keep watch on us mm. and um without our okay without a you know any and and marking journalists and writers or news channels or whatever and i think this does not come out in a survey like sans frontiere it this is really detrimental and the nation is quiet but no See, not Madhu, a- if they're doing it if they're doing what you're saying Uh, if they're doing what no, they're no, saying no, no. i'm I reading was, from a report i was about to complete i was about to complete <laughs> the sentence which is if they're doing it meri credibility nahi hai koi sun to lijiye nahi maine sunti pehle correct kar diya complete karu main wo sentence complete hi nahi ho sakta because wo aadha tha i retract i i retract and that that may be struck off the record shanti rakhe madhu ji baith jaiye baith jaiye anand ji boliye take your seat take your seat boliye anand ji we're not adjourned yet Okay, if if somebody who at one point of time went by the name of Madhu Trahan, hmm. if that if that person was uh, you know saying this, hmm. uh, God, I've completely lost the thread of what I'm trying to say. I'm not sure. Huh? If it was taxpayers' money, then it is unacceptable. But if it's on their own money, then and if they are to they're doing it to kind of look at criticism. and to take positive feedback from it it's so sweet and i never heard any anand you're a teddy bear that's like that's like my father if i told him you know this guy abused me maybe he was trying to give you a message but did he give it to you please stop it no it's under the inb so it is tax money magar mach he wants to check ki uske daant mein kuch kankar to nahi 
तो उसको जरा हाथ डाल के निकाल देना है You have been one of the most vocal TV journalists India has ever seen. There have been a lot of attacks on journalists lately. Where do you see India in terms of freedom of press in the next ten years? Hello, freedom for a reporter is in his mind. Such a Rahul Gandhi moment. <laughs> freedom is a state of mind. Who said that? Arnab. Arnab. You know because it's all in your mind. Because free. Otherwise, what is there? The press freedom. So, what's all that? It's a state of mind. Because when you want to kiss the ass of the government, anything. it's a state of mind. <laughs> when you want, to, dude. The the thing is, Arnab honestly is a joke. But no, so no, many people, st- Madhu, he is a joke. You're just too I, kind to everyone. That's I, you're like is, your father, <laughs> Madhu. Arnab is a joke. He's not. Oh. He's a smart businessman, I think. Yeah, of course, he's a smart businessman. So is Donald Trump, but he's a joke. I think he's. But I think he's started a, a genre that people have tried to. Genre is fine, but so so has Trump has started but, started a genre. But Madhu, but one still a person joke. doesn't make a genre if just you. Are the only one who can pull this off. No, that's a show. People. RSS, I'm Rahul sorry, Shankar. I'm not going to hear anything negative about him because I want to interview him. <laughs> no, but <laughs> the best, <laughs> the best part is there's a question that somebody's asked him on nationalism. Do you think there people are being blinded by excessive patriotism and all? He says there can never be enough nationalism. More the better. <laughs> श्रीवास्तवेंगे Thank you. Finally, someone says something Le- nice about me. Nice things this. Otherwise, Nishant, awful and awesome. My Twitter timeline. Who allowed you on the this? You are so crass. Where is the punchline? She was so classy. You, मुझे यही feedback मिलती रहती है. Anyway, everything about us, from the fascinating real life story to the technical aspect of storytelling and the background music, was fantastic. I wish such podcasts could come out of India too and tell stories which need to be told. Well, Nishant, you won't have to wait long because Karthik is already working on some such very spectacular things. Also, curious on the Science Desk podcast. Initially, I was planning to keep this light-hearted about how Abhinandan is overdoing his hate cricket bit and how Madhu Ma'am can't explain why she loves the ja- nationalistic jingoism. But then Anand Vardhan happened. In the first few episodes, since he has been a regular member on the Hafta, it felt good to have a sane, cons- conservative voice on the panel. But then came his comments about the Hindu way of living, detesting beef eaters, feminization of Hinduism. He finally fell off a cliff when he said that a rioter has courage. No matter, however. he wants to defend it by saying that it was an extreme example he simply can't but i also thought abhinandan should not have used so many fucks while replying to him honestly i was literally mouthing the same words while listening to anand vardhan's comments but what abhinandan did in the spur of the moment would just further strengthen vardhan's view on liberals despite the gist of what abhinandan made total sense first of all all of you me and anand have had lovely conversations after that anand vardhan <laughs> anand vardhan and yeah, we were please. in fact uh, talking yesterday on the balcony laughing about how people think that we are beating each other up so nothing like that's happening we're still very good friends uh I know the word liberal has been totally demeaned in today's world excluding in maybe a couple of Scandinavian countries and politics but for Vardhan to say that the right should not even bother writing and fighting intellectual battles gives you the answer that why the right all over the world has been unable to come up with the correct version of history if they feel so strongly about the current version of history 
and what is with these conservatives that they always keep living in the past and not think about improving the present and the future i agree that all muslim invaders destroy the thousands of temples which was clearly wrong and then uh, basically nishant goes on to you know speak about history and the issues of conservatism the bible the geeta and the quran they're based on fiction and the irony is that while they despite the history allegedly written by the left are totally fine with the stories written in these books and by that he means you know the geetas and the, hmm. the, the yeah so um he says anand varna also brought about how the great magadh empire was and that very few artifacts of it had survived because of muslim invaders destroyed them this is what used to happen back then when you lost a war will conservative hindus also stand up for the numerous indian tribes who were pillaged pillaged by hindu rulers i know there is no end to this debate and honestly harping about the past which you can't change is just a waste of time i'm not demeaning any historian in any way and realize it is important i'm just trying to say that this will just keep going on and on forever thanks for the mail um uh, nishant um and while you know i'm happy if you guys just uh, go at me because i am also like that i'm an aggressive person uh, you know we appreciate all sorts of mails but uh, refrain from calling our team members names uh, that's not nice just save that only for me cuz i love hi, it cuz hum bhakto ki batti pe pake hain finally i find a fetish that i've been in. <laughs> um i have something yes. uh, arnobs republic mm. has uh, on twitter said uh, Re- republic welcomes one and only anupam kher honored to have one of india's finest actors host a show yeah. on republic so i want to go around the table and ask who would you recommend to host shows on the republic my recommendation is he should have uh, a show with raj and uday thakare together with uh, like kon banega okay kon banega pradhan mantri pradhan mantri wow acha if they could who would you think should uh, who would you suggest sadhvi pradamritambara should host a show you know i really think the person who should get a show on republic is um, Subramanian Swami. No, that guy from TVF who does a great parody of Arnab. Uh, yeah. yeah, he would Arnub. be superb. And then it's like, which is the real one? And that Pick. auntie should also have a show. What's her name? Sarla auntie. Sarla auntie. Sarla Penji. Sarla Penji should have a show. Anyway, I just find it really funny that uh, when a channel that talks about how brave its journalism is, every government voice is defending it. Even Swapandas Gupta. who never himself used to appear on times even he on twitter was defending republic my my uh, jealous of arnab of course i'm jealous of arnab i always wanted to be like I'm him i'm just very amused that this uh, so called bastion of independent media which incidentally just has funding from a bjp uh, rajya sabha mp but this bastion of uh, independent journalism the first hire is an actor well no they've hired a lot more other people no I'm no sure. as an high profile hire ap- na There's only Arnab's face everywhere. It's like Arnab the Redeemer everywhere. I think even Rajiv Malhotra will have a show. Oh, I'm not mistaken. Lovely. No Rajiv. way. <laughs> yes. Actually, I got it. Rajiv Malhotra will be given a show. Is, yeah, he is partner. He has partnered with them. I think he will have a show. Okay, dude. I've seen Rajiv Malhotra hosting a show on YouTube, where two of the people on his panel I knew personally. Hmm. Basically, आओ बैठो, कुछ भी बकवास करने करो, unchallenged. that was his show anyway acha i got a whatsapp message from arnob personally from the man mm. all right where he sent me this message which was a copy of the ad the nation still wants to know okay so my response to him was 
more than the nation, Madhu still wants to know. Arnab, you absolutely must give me an interview. When? I am begging. <laughs> and I didn't SMS, I am begging. I'm just saying, I am begging. But Madhu, <laughs> if you think Did he... Did he reply to that? Not yet. No. Madhu, if he gives you an interview, huh. as in not an interview, you'll never say yes to an interview with conditions because I know you haven't in the past. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. But uh, <laughs> if he were to give you an interview without conditions... Hmm. I will change my name. I will stand on my head. मतलब मैं लिख के दे सकता हूँ. Standing on your head हूं. is easy. I know. कुछ भी whatever you want. He would. You won't use. He will give an interview. You won't yeah. use. You take it from me. You won't right use. Okay, then you Shut want like the that. deal is if he gives me an interview, hmm. you can never use the word fuck on oh any of your podcasts. Oh, no, be reasonable. Don't do that. Be reasonable. I, I, I stand against that. I'm sorry. इतना unreasonable. You cannot. You cannot ever. हाथ बाँध कटवा लो. ऐसे ज़बान को कटवाओ यार. नहीं. ज़बान ज़बान. You cannot use the f word. That is cruel. That's that's not fair. No, I don't. Ever again on a podcast. I don't. Even after I'm dead and gone. No, I can't. But you see, I'll be watching. अब को हज़ार गालियाँ दे दे. Republic को भी but at the end of the day at worst it would be a, a counter to NDTV hmm. NDTV because there is no need for anyone to counter who watches I mean, it and he's got a hashtag worst. he's got a hashtag hashtag Arnab with you Arnab with you soon that's yeah. I take that personally he sent it to me <laughs> My God. he sent it to me Arnab Madhu, is going to Madhu, be you're like Glenn Glenn yeah that, that. <laughs> how many of you have Max seen Fanner. how many of you have seen Flight of the Concord you're, you're like Flan but you're a high-rich you're a high-rich you're a fan okay a question for Madhu yeah. between Narendra Modi and Arnab hmm. who would you like to interview right now Narendra Modi Narendra Modi yeah, it's, come on it's not there's, no, there's a that's Modes, a no brainer sorry you know, I, I, I would say your interview with uh, Arnab would be much more like an interview nah, than Narendra Modi Narendra Modi will ask you 10 conditions to be met but no, then she won't say yes then, then she won't they, do it then I won't huh. do been it been there done that yeah exactly I've done, that happened yeah. that happened so that's okay so. but uh, no I would definitely choose Narendra Modi he's a far more fascinating character for God's sake his policies his everything is oh so his many things unanswered un- shut up un- so many unanswered questions it's wonderful I mean I would love to do a, an in-depth but interview Madhu, you and must. he doesn't know what he's missing because if he let me interview him I think he would get uh, all his ideas an an opportunity to explain his ideas but and when policies. you but when you interview him you must shampoo your hair and go and not dry it why pucha why cuz you can save the cost of blow drying cuz when you sit in this aur ab main bolunga cuz when he ends every sentence he exhales the last ounce of lung uh, bre- of air in his lungs dosto that's pranayamic healing <laughs> breathing main ab bol raha hu that's pranayamic breathing <laughs> मैंने कहा मैं तेरे सामने खड़ा हो जाऊं मेरा पूरा फेस ही ड्राई कर दे आजकल मैं ब्लो ड्राई कर ही नहीं रही हूं इसलिए मेरे बाल साले मैं मैं थोड़ी बाल साले कर ली है फ्रेंडली एडवाइस दे रहा था क्योंकि मेरा भी थोड़ा एक्सपीरियंस है जर्नलिज्म में तो मैंने सोचा मैं भी थोड़ी अपनी ट्वीट्स दे दूं मतलब कि यू नो सो एक ना दिन तो देगा लेट्स मूव ऑन और नबी और मोदी भी अच्छा आई नेवर गिव अप आई लव दिस अर्नब विद वी शुड डू दिस व्हाट दिस ब्लो ड्राइंग थिंग <laughs> I think you need to do a <laughs> small <laughs> sketch of <laughs> yeah, uh, Madhu <laughs> finding messages <laughs> to her in the Republic timeline. Like yeah. it's all messages. Yeah, it's, Arnab is going to be with me. Actually, you know, Arnab with you soon. Ways that you can use the leftover air that comes out of Modi's lungs each time he finishes a sentence, <laughs> and you just have him do something. Or Mitra, then we. And you just put a balloon there for children. 
वो गुब्बारे भरते हैं मतलब मोदी चाचा गुब्बारे भर सकते हैं आपके कर सकते हैं आपको उई लग गई उई लग गई फूक मारा दोस्तों ओके फाइन इनफ Fun and games. Let's just go uh, now. He's written. We are driven by nobody and nothing but you. That is me. And the news. I'm telling you, this is Madhu, a sketch. Madhu, you're obsessed with Arnab. <laughs> okay, you you need to shut that this thing down. It this looks like that Sin City look. That Sipia Kailash <laughs> thing. Okay, now I mean, call him. We can make all the fun we want of him. But Amit Shah is a organizer par excellence. He can organize like a general that. wins battles and wars now he's gone to naxalbari to launch mission bengal over there i think mamta's worried she is i listen i i'm i never can understand how journalists can come into a position always and gauge the mental makeup of some anyone how do you know she's worried because i would be if he was there he oh, has i know i just remembered madhu gave someone a piece of her mind exactly on the same thing he said because he humiliated guess. in the this I thing how do you know you believe how do you know she's worried she may not be she, she may might not be. be she might have plans that will fix fix everything yeah, she may so not you be. can't get, uh, decide on somebody's mental disposition because you think she could be but i'm not deciding i'm opining on <laughs> i said do you think mamta's worried i think she is so just like that <laughs> Do you think X Y Z is confident of his position? You don't know. Maybe he has dreams at night and wets his bed. You know, as Prime Minister, President. You don't know. But one <laughs> thinks he's one 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 This one. This is a very scatological edition. No, I'm just saying, Badhu's. What Badhu's saying poop. is so obvious that it's like, of course, no one knows what's happening in someone's head. But when you say that guy's confident, that guy's worried. Of course, you're saying it because no, of something that happened on no, the ground. No, I'm saying it because I see when somebody is completely exactly com- when I've seen <laughs> politicians and stars or whatever completely undisturbed and unaffected by any event, and journalists have made stories on extremely worried, extremely this But thing. But how is it any event? Amit Shah, who has just steamrolled over four states, is the best organizer politics has seen in my lifetime. has decided that he's going to be operation naxalbari bengal out of there which was a pretty good show that he did over there the person who's in charge there would be worried because yeah, you she, have a challenge i, I agree she, she she's absolutely worried she she could be oh, yes. that's what yeah, i'm saying she's absolutely worried that we don't know but it is <laughs> it is a rational assumption to make of course yeah. she'd be worried i assume she's worried hmm. but how did bengal react while you were there Um so uh when I was there, I wasn't there when Amit Shah landed I was there in the prelude um period uh you know there's certain things that are uh things that have taken at least urban calcutta by surprise to some extent for instance on um on Ram Navmi there were processions of uh people wearing sa- uh, saffron colored bandanas and carrying through shuls on the streets of calcutta Children. which is never Uh, no children adults both which has not happened in the past this is not uh, this is not a regular thing okay um this is quite new um for urban south calcutta in particular this is very new uh also there's you can clearly see that the bjp is working very hard to go into a position where they are where they are sort of you know taking care of the hindu majority because the government and this is the narrative that they're putting forward of course that the government appeases muslims because they are the minority and uh, that vote bank factor which hmm. has been used for years the narrative is 
clearly very persuasive. I haven't come across so many people. Uh, I mean, admittedly, I was in Calcutta after a long time for as long as I was this time. But I haven't come across this many people who have openly said that, ha, huh, you know, the Muslims need to be shown their place because they've been getting too many advantages for too long. I really haven't heard this uh, this bluntly put forward. For example, so, uh, three people told me that, uh, you know, in Bengal, nobody will, and if you go to a police station and ask to file an FIR against a Muslim, it will not be filed because Muslims are privileged in this state. It's the same sort of thing you hear in UP. Also. That we heard in UP. That you cannot file an now, FIR against a Muslim. The, I'm pretty certain that is not true. We kind of have evidence to that effect in recent events. However, it's a narrative that is winning people over. You add to that the fact that, you know, um, another major issue in Bengal is people coming in from Bangladesh, right? And using these refugees, giving them uh, false identification, legalizing them uh, so that they vote for a particular party. This has been done by different parties over time. In Assam as well, right? In Assam as well. A big deal in Assam. And it was, in fact, one of the unofficial planks of the BJP victory. That has come up again. Um, what we saw in Dhulagad, for example, uh, that there is a outsider mob, is what I would call it. Locals call it a Muslim mob, coming up and killing slash looting Hindus. And the TMC government ostensibly doing nothing. Is that true? Uh, what is true is that there was mob violence. It is also true that, so these parts, places like Dhulagar and Howrah, and I'd written a piece on it, so that'll have better figures as in, I mm. don't remember the figures as accurately now. Uh, but the percentage between Hindus and Muslims is almost even over there. Okay. So in the last five, seven years, there has been a lot of uh, violence and little bursts are regular. They don't usually go this far. Uh, they did go quite far with Dhulagar. And TMC tends to not pay that much attention because to it. Because it's a vote bank. You know, they have the Muslim right. vote bank. So but, I think everyone's pandering the, to that. Yeah, but this time you know that there is a certain anxiety from just the way uh, the way Mamata Banerjee has been in the last couple of weeks been emphasizing her Hinduness. Her, she's been going on and on about how she is the real Hindu how she's the good Hindu. Um, there's a bit of a context to this. One is that there are rumors, and they're completely unverified rumors, right, about um, Mamuta not, uh, about Mamuta doing namaz. It's one of those things that, who knows how it started, but it runs. So recently... She probably was, started herself. No, I don't think so. <laughs> um, but I've seen photographs of her wearing that dupatta. And the, so know. the thing is... That's a lot of them. That just to swab the kind of sweat that is, you step into Calcutta and you're a human momo immediately. You put that so that you don't have the sweat running down yeah, your no, face, but perhaps. She's, but she's on her knees and she's. So there is. It must be photoshopped. Yeah. No, I she may know. have done it. No, what she you, may have done it. Do it at well. a Babu Naidu wore a sheikh's dress, if you remember. I do remember. <laughs> he thought it full fancy dress. <laughs> Who did? Munaz, what are you doing? I'm going to be South. Haan, he chalo. came for that sheikh. Yeah. yeah. Chandra Babu Naidu on the iftar party. It was so, brilliant. So, uh, but yeah, because because of that. Uh, and these kind of rumors floating around, she's had to assert her Hinduness. So 
one thing that she did was give prayers at Puri, which is notoriously uh, exclusionist for anyone who may have, you know, non one half is not Hindu, Indira Gandhi being a very uh, famous example of that. She was able to give uh, puja at Puri, big deal. And for the last few days, if you see her comments, they've all been about this. And I think this, but it's not a winning strategy. Digvijay Singh tried this when mm. he was pitted against Rama Bharti for the Madhya Pradesh election. I think 2004, 2005 this mm. was. He tried to show that even I'm so Hindu and we've puja ki hai, but it didn't work. I, it's, it's no, a bad... I'm sure, I'm hoping that she has more up her sleeve than that. Uh, she does have certain things going for her. Like for instance, uh, HT had an article on this a couple of days ago, maybe yesterday, I forget when, but how uh, Mamuta Banerjee's government or ad- administration has dealt with the Jongol Mahal natural problem. Uh, and that's basically been to throw welfare at it. Um, and, but it, and mainstream just, the people who are surrendering. Uh, also beaten the crap out of a lot of people, and there are, I'm pretty certain there are uh, atrocities that are not reported quite so easily. I think the culture of violence has been there in Bengal forever, uh, you know, from the left had yeah, for you know, a, made it for so... For people who are intrinsically as lazy as we are, we are apparently quite violent but as yeah, well. Yeah, within that zone. But, uh, you know, what, what I was coming to was that Mamta's ride to success, you know, having toppled the left after what 33 years mm. Kejriwal's rise to you know 67 seats crony capitalism or the basically you know resources being given to just a few industrialists at the cost of the rest of the country was this big rallying cry and it worked whoever tried it wherever so I think every age or every decade has this one thing that works that mm. was the dissatisfaction that made people come out of their homes Nandi Gram thing even. Nandi Gram, when she got, you know, Ratan Tata went and said, Gujarat mein laga dunga. You know, Kejriwal, that, because everyone was, now I think the popular, and you know, even people who now are glossing over Pelu Khan's killing or Aklaak Thik Hai Ho Gaya, to doesn't matter, I'll still. These people are very anti-corruption that time. I think right now, jo patta chal raha hai na, is Hindutva. So, you know, I think a certain thing just becomes a trend, even in politics, like bell bottoms. Anyway, um, Madhu, <laughs> ma- okay, Madhu, I uh, two things that I want from you because I know you have known Vinod Khanna personally as well. Oh, and he died today. He, I really liked Vinod Khanna. And I'm not just saying that because he's dead, because people say that all the time because so and so is dead. You liked him, that you know, t- t- tomorrow, you know, when and KRK one of these bad actors, Akshay Kumar. Even in Akshay Kumar is late, Akshay Kumar, I won't say he was a great actor, but I think Vinod Khan was awesome. So we'd like to know a few things, you know, experiences of that. But that's right at the end. I have one quick email. So, and of course, MCD, I'd like to come to Anand on MCD elections. Yeah, that's important. But um, letter from Swati Puri. Hi, NL team and Hafta cast and crew. A few responses to the latest episode of Hafta and other NL content. If you do assemble a team to scan tweets by troll carders of various political parties, count me in. The idea is fascinating, not just to establish whether or not the right-wing people are uniquely vile and vicious, but to more broadly understand the troll discourse on Twitter, themes covered, narratives invoked, and tropes mobilized. I love looking for patterns in all sorts of data, numbers, and words, and I have some training to do this. I'd love to help. That sounds cool. That sounds wonderful. To Anand Vardhan's point about the left's NCERT textbook fundamentalism, the left isn't alone in using history textbook to construct and disseminate an ideologically colored version of history. Rajnath did it as education minister of UP in 91. In 94, the National Steering Committee on Textbook Evaluation called out state governments as Assam, Tamil Nadu, Madhya Pradesh and Rajasthan for doing the same. 
Murli Manohar Joshi as Human Resource Development in the NDA government did it too. History textbooks in BJP run Gujarat have been criticized for containing communal and divisive content and for all too charitable treatment of Nazis. Don't get me wrong, this isn't whataboutery. I just want to make the case that no political party or ideology has a monopoly over the use of education as a project for their particular brand of nationalism or in case of state, sub-nationalism. The left does it, so does the right, secularists, Hindutvadis, everyone in between. And this is not unique to our part of the world. What we today take for granted as linguistic and cultural homogeneity in France is the result of sustained campaign in the 19th century to establish supremacy of French language and uniquely French interpretation of secularism, strict separation of church and state, for example. With regard to the conversations about the failure of the right to produce credible intellectuals, why does Anandvi advise the right against engaging in intellectual battles and why intellectual battles meaningless? If in fact the left upholds the hegemonic discourse in academia, doesn't the right need intellectuals to contest it? Shouldn't people select selected to head institutions like the ICCR, ICSSR and Indian Council for Historical Research be required to demonstrate a strong track record of academic achievement or in other words, be credible intellectuals. I'm not trying to be provocative, I'm genuinely confused. I suspect there is a nuance in AV's argument that I've missed. At any rate, I think Anand Vardhan is an intellectual and I hope he continues to be one. And I don't mean that as a pe- pejorative. In his interview with News Laundry, Saket Bahuguna of ABVP, said that it is important to acknowledge that the ancestors of all present-day Indians are originally Hindu or something to this effect. Please correct me if I'm misquoting him. Uh, he didn't say that it has to. they have to acknowledge. Uh, he said that's true, it's a fact. I said that, Subramanian Swami has said that you have to acknowledge it is a ridiculous thing. So no, he didn't go as far as they, have, they can only be allowed to vote if they acknowledge, but he said that that is true whether they acknowledge it or not. I would love to hear what the Hafta team has to say on this. Better still, invite responses from Indians on different faiths as well as atheists. Well, we have one atheist sitting right here. What does the all Indians or originally Hindu narrative serve and for whom? Is it at all justified? Is it fair to say that it is problematic? What makes it so? Anand, you can give us a view on this after all, this. Okay. And set aside for a moment the historical accuracy of this claim. There are simply too many definitions to reconcile. What is India? What is Hinduism? Etc. Big thanks to all of you for your work. I'm a subscriber and I do my bit every once in a while to plug your work. High five. Thank you. Thank you. You are too kind, Swati Puri. And, um, puri, you know? Yeah. Puri, yeah. <laughs> Madhu was also Puri before she became a Trehan. I don't oh, think this. I, I didn't know that. I used to will... write my byline. Byline used to be Madhu Puri Trehan for years. And then, you know, I felt like it's. And then MPT became. Uh, uh, what what was it? The scientific term, maximum pressure temperature. No, that's or monopoly. standard STP, <laughs> standard temperature pressure. Sorry. Then I felt I was accused of uh, using the word puri to plug my journalism, so I dropped it. Oh, how about that? Anyway, so Swati Puri is master's candidate at the Harvard Graduate School of Education, or as they say in Gajani, Harvard. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thanks, Swati, uh, for those encouraging words. And yes, we will do that data crunching exercise, please write to me at abhinandan.sekri at gmail.com and uh, let's set up a little um, module that will look at this data and then you can give it to Anand. No, but on the issue of DNA, you see, if we want to go back, then let us acknowledge all of us are Ethiopian. Indeed. that's where man began. So all this, all of us are Hindus and this is just complete bunkum. But the point is, 
Who it, cares? Who cares? But it it is it's a fact which is true. They're using it for their own purposes. It's like saying all of us are men and women. All of us are animals. All of us are but cells. You carry out. But I but don't think most of them. But no, I mean, no, the point is, see, until, in, I see, mean, we, there were two kinds of population: ancestral North Indian, ancestral South Indian populations, and they were mixing robustly. I mean, this has been yeah. population genetics has proven this. Then came Manusmriti, which is an addendum to Rigveda. an extra mm. and then this mix, mixing completely stopped all right and uh, it went on till today i, I mean, think that was the mixing. first move so, oh wow politically, i didn't know that i i think that I've was the point when manusmriti was admit was written i think that was the first move to use religion for economic purposes yeah. and political advantage but it wasn't religion If, I mean, it wasn't religion, yeah, but, but it was being thing. used Correct. in a format of religion. Yeah. A platform was, or religion was being yeah. used to actually evolve a political and economic situation to the advantage of the highly privileged and uh, economically privileged. Yeah, and you know, throughout, mm-hmm. and uh, there have been great discussions between Mahatma Gandhi and uh, Ambedkar. You know, when Mahatma Gandhi says, "No caste system is different from Varna." Hmm. and manuspriti and ambedkar has authoritatively debunked yeah. if i can yeah. use the word spanked hmm. mahatma gandhi hmm. he's done it you know if you look at and the rebuttal to annihilation of caste and ambedkar's yeah. reply only someone oh. who has been on that side exactly. can do can that exactly. that is why it's important yeah. that representation is and there just one yeah. thing but sorry uh, just one thing quickly about this whole thing of we were all hindus so we are all rastafarian by the way we are all oh. rasta ah uh, that is all one sorry what Rastafarian. Rastafarian. Okay. And yesterday, by the way. अरे समझा दो दो मुझे कोई मैं वेट बैठा हूँ सब. Stand up, stand up for <laughs> your right. He was a Rasta. They are kings, you know, African you kings. Don't know. No. See, for so What? long, really? African continent was called the black. How are you on? You know, the, awesome the lost yeah, continent. Yeah, you don't know Bob Marley and Rastafarianism. I I know who's you Bob Marley. You please fire him from uh, <laughs> from that pop culture. This thing. Listen. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. April twentieth. April twentieth. was world marijuana day and in america India. apparently you could smoke legally oh, for oh, that one day uh, it, it's all messed up in america with the fbi not letting them do half the things but um yeah. uh, just on the hindu front you know this thing of we were all hindus um it's a lovely narrative i'm presuming that makes everyone feel warm and fuzzy if they're slightly bhagwa in their heart but um the concept of a homogenous unified hinduism is very new If you're looking as far back as to claim these antecedents of every Muslim was initially a Hindu, sects within Hinduism have been going at each other. The most obvious being the Vaishnav and Shaivites. Hmm. There hasn't been a unified notion of Hinduism. That's actually more of a colonial construct than it is an indigenous construct. But but I think this concept of honors being Hindu was made popular by Padusa. Now that film. <laughs> Do you know that song Meri Pyari Hindu to you Meri Holi Bad joke okay let's moving swiftly on MC elections <laughs> say your piece in MC election then we have to come to Vinod Khanna then we have to wind up MCD mein ye hai ki a i have been you know of the opinion that it is absolutely ridiculous to have MCD elections i mean this is like one of those things which is like uh, i don't even a layer within layer banani hai Yeah, it's basically it they want sense. to have different power structures. Yeah, it doesn't make and sense. And you see, if you have, which is the case now, which has been the case for the last two three years, and before that even more so, you have uh, the government at the center that is controlling this municipality, which is at loggerheads uh, with the state government. Mm. So how the hell do you suppose? Which is at loggerheads with the central government. With everyone now, and the other thing is, I am just amazed at Delhi ki janta. एक तो पहले केजरीवाल को वोट किया उन्होंने 
नंबर वन दूसरा नौ साल से बीजेपी लगी हुई है उनको फिर से वोट दे दिया यार वो भी इतनी भारी बहुमत से योगेंद्र यादव से राइट थिंग म्युनिसिपैलिटी के वोट देने जा रहे हो सड़क बनी की पानी that usually whenever election happens there's an even distribution of advertising kyunki sabke paas thoda bahut paisa hota hai a the amount of money spent front page ads in national dailies for an mcd election i have never seen in my life the all holdings ra- the bus stations the, but not one phone calls but not one channel oh, so many, and we like a little bit answering the recording i say hello hello uh, but, say, hello yes and say mai arvind kejriwal but that's but you know these are very cheap madhu The telephone calls. I start having a conversation. Let me I tell do, you. I do. It is the so telephone calls, oh. SMSs. These are very sasta ways of doing campaigning. The the w- ads, the ads, the front yeah. page ads, <laughs> and the holding. They cost. मतलब ये फोन तो हमने भी करवाए हुए हैं जब IAC में हम इंडिया के इंस्करप्शन करते थे. Press one if you support the Lokpal bill. ये वो ये कुछ पैसा नहीं लगता इसमें. Front page ads, holdings. Not one channel said where is the BJP getting this money from. ने आपने भी करवाया है नॉट वेज आप कैरिंग इट व्हाट यू आर सेइंग आप आल्सो डिड लॉट ऑफ दीस एड्स देयर हैज नॉट नॉट अ सिंगल फ्रंट पेज न्यूज़पेपर एंड इवन अ मिडिल पेज टाइम्स ऑफ इंडिया इंडियन एक्सप्रेस एचटी आप हैज नेवर शाइड अवे फ्रॉम स्पेंडिंग मनी ऑन ऑन इट दैट वाज ओनली सरकारी मनी otherwise they've never had money sarkari money is our money when they had yeah so when they had our money they spent about 97 crores what i'm saying is it's even worse for election they're spending taxpayers money I, I don't that's understand. okay for again Abhinandan. they are blaming the evms yaar ab to ruk jao i mean that was ra- I mean, what manish sodia did was who is advising yeah. i mean they who is the media advisor but, 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 and it was predictable people had already made jokes about the evms yeah. before they up even started complaining but one thing that i would like to point out is yogendra yadav I think like the people like Shazia or you know others who were all you know the kind of things they were saying before 2014 before they joined and there's no way they can be credible in anyone's I mean let's face it one knows why they joined which party what incentives are given and stuff I mean matter. so but in consequence so but the person who's got nothing but yet I find you again rather fascinating on the day of the result he was hopping from studio to studio What was his job to trash Kejriwal? That is what he did. That was his living. Well, And this is the criticize a passionate man. This is the video of his against him. of his video when Suraj Party was asking for votes. Okay, let me just play this for you. Okay, this is a just picture a very sincere mugshot with him nodding like this. Okay, <laughs> And the election symbol is CT. <laughs> this is what he thought will get him votes. And this is why I'm saying. you if you don't understand politics don't don't try to be the captain of a team you will make the team lose and you will fall on your face this is not how people get votes please listen ki jahan hamare candidate ko cd nahi mili tractor mila tractor apne aap mein bura symbol nahi hai bahut acha symbol hota tha lekin sab cd ka jalwai kuch aur hai har 
जगह सिटी का इस्तेमाल और अब तो हमारे कार्यकर्ताओं ने हर चीज का जवाब सिटी कोई चीज बुरी है तो सिटी जिंदाबाद की जगह सिटी ट्रैफिक रोकने के लिए सिटी किसी को डांटने के लिए सिटी किसी को बल्ले बल्ले करने के लिए सिटी आई थॉट ही गोइंग टू से किसी को छेड़ने के लिए सिटी वन सेकंड इट गोस ऑन चारों तरफ सीट understand basic day to day aam janta issues and politics and this is i've just made you here 20 30 seconds it's a 4 minute video that he has made as a campaign video because he thinks people will see this video and say acha ha ab to isko vote dalne padega kyunki city jayegi kyunki city wali party kuch bhi karne ke and so people don't vote for because you're cute man like you can't make cute faces like hum city pe ja rahe hain मतलब अरविंद If your strategy is to <laughs> attack Arvind for prominence, then you've set your goal very low, <laughs> Mr. Swaraj Abhya. <laughs> Just saying. I feel I like I wish himself that nobody now. recognizes Swaraj a party. लेकिन सीटी बजा रहे हैं. Incidentally, you know, Lok Sattha Party's symbol was also सीटी, which is very weird. Anyway, moving on. So moving on, Madhu. Now uh, we have lost Vinod Khanna uh, today to cancer. Uh, two things. One is a lot of media organizations flashing that image of his, which I saw, and I was, I just felt so bad because I remember Vinod Khanna as the dude from Kurbani, and like one third the size, you know, hanging. I think that said. was. I think uh, his wife Kavita also went on Twitter and objected to it, and on Facebook that please stop doing this, please stop sending it around. Um, that was very interesting. I think it's hurtful and 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 mean. to do that kind of thing is it shows that it uh, shows that we have become a really crass cold culture is really ruthless and mean it's it's unacceptable i don't think that picture should have been uh, circulated that's one thing uh leaving that aside i think vinod having known him personally uh he was really a very sincere simple man really simple and a decent human being hmm. he his search for his uh, what he when he was lost when uh, in the early 70s i think when he went to osho's ashram and spent a lot of time there he stopped acting and he left his first Why wife Why did he do that i mean at the I peak of his and he was that because as big as amitabh when yeah, he just exactly. went away when bigger he, bigger yeah Why did he, he go felt, he i think he reached a point where is this all this is Like is, Marlon Brando, too is, much. Yeah, excess. is that all? Is this where what is what? What's the meaning of this? Oh, I've got money, I've got success. So what? So he reached that point and um, reached a sort of watershed in his life where he went on a search, and he went and spent a lot of time, couple of years actually, in Osho's ashram, and and then incorporated a lot of the meditative techniques, 
and I don't think those he stopped ever never stopped meditating subsequently he did also uh, uh, go to Sri Sri Ravi Shankar's thing and was uh, impressed by all the um, uh, charitable work that Sri Sri Ravi Shankar does yeah, why did he join politics and did got involved and did get involved in some of the charitable work himself and then he got married to Kavita and um, uh, what I remember of him always, always of being, um, I wasn't such a great fan of his acting because I didn't know, because I miss, missed a big chunk. I was in America when, when he was a big success. But I got to know him as a person and as a friend. And I, his, I remember one time when he was promoting his son, his son, he was introducing his son to film, which was in those days you launched your son. He thought it was his duty to do that. And he called me up in news track and said, uh, Madhu, this is uh, Vinod Khanna. I am an actor. Now this he was calling Hi. when he was at the peak that of, humility his, is, of is his success. Charming. And I started laughing when he said, Vinod, Madhu, this is Vinod Khanna. I'm an actor. So I started laughing and I, and I said, you know, that's really funny that you should introduce yourself. And so he was that kind of a man. He was genuinely humble, genuinely generous and sweet and not complicated, not an intellectual, but just a good human being. I, I, I met him just once. Uh, I think this was in the early 2000s. Your niece was getting married. And he had yes. come with you and Doc for her, the Sangeet, you remember? Yes, yes. And I was standing next to him and I didn't know he was such a big guy, you know, because he he didn't look as tall as Amitabh Bachchan. proportionate. Because he was very proportionate. So he was huge and he was broad. And so I remember I said, oh, you're Vinod Khanna. So I chatted with him and he was really sweet. He like chatted with me for about 10 minutes. Yeah, so he came for that, uh, that Chaurasia's flute performance. It was hmm. my niece's Sangeet. Yeah. And he sat throughout the performance in meditation. So, uh, I think we'll just go around with suggestions. So, bless him. Yeah. And uh, rest in God peace. God bless wherever you are, Mr. Khanna. He's a sweet man. And uh, anyone else has anything else to discuss before we come with suggestions? Feel free. Otherwise, can I start with my suggestion and we can go around? Mm. My suggestion is NPR's Planet Money, Georgetown, Louisiana, Part 1. And they've also put up Part 2 today. It is a fascinating story on how they tracked down, you know, uh, the Georgetown University, a few months ago, a few weeks ago, I've discussed this. They had said that because they had bought slaves and they had dealt in slaves as a university, they will give aid to, uh, or free tuition to people who Black students are who have. students who had ancestors who were slaves of the university. They, I think they changed the name of a couple of, uh, of their buildings. Hmm. Um, so now the story of how they actually tracked those slaves back to this Georgetown University. It's a fascinating story. Every reporter must listen to it. It is, it's amazing how if you set your mind to something, you can uncover a story that, and you love it because there's science too, is Anand. Mm. So that's my suggestion for the week. Madhu. Uh, my suggestion for the week is a piece from The Atlantic called How Poverty Changes the Brain. And this is a subject that I've been really interested in and I wrote about it in my book, Delka's Metaphor, because I did feel that just as a layperson's observations that it's very, very hard for a person who's born in a very poor family in India to break the cycle because all they've ever seen of their parents is every time they raise their head, they'd get kicked, kicked, kicked down again. So to, to think 
on a success mode and to act on a success mode is a very, very difficult uh, thing. And this article actually goes further where it's used uh, science, um, in fact, where um, what they call economic mobility pathways in a brain. Uh, uh, it's a service delivery model and it uses brain science to design new pathways out of poverty because they say they found brain changes, physical changes in the brain uh, because in poor people because when you are dealing with extreme poverty and extreme stress of survival, how it changes the shape of your brain and almost changes your DNA into failure. Right. So they have now worked on this, on how to change the brain path in order to get people in poverty to think differently so that it doesn't affect so their brain. So in fact, both the piece you've just and I, uh, those people who use this term merit versus reservation, you should read these pieces and see how flawed that entire structure of merit is. DJ. Um, I'd like to suggest some fiction which actually connects to what you were talking about. Uh, this year's Pulitzer Prize winner for fiction is Colston Whitehead, who wrote The Underground Railroad. And The Underground Railroad uh, is supposed to have been in, um, in action, I guess, from between 1850 and 1890. Nobody knows exactly what it was, but it was a network of people who helped slaves escape. Um, Harriet Tubman is amongst the most famous of the conductors of the Underground Railroad. Conductors, station masters, they had terms for different people who were at different points in the chain. Now, nobody knows exactly what the Underground Railroad was, and it's become something of a symbol of hope. And historically speaking, it actually doesn't seem like that many people were saved by the Underground Railroad, but it became a symbol of hope. And Colston Whitehead's uh, novel is about one particular slave trying to leave and all the people that she encounters, black and white, and her journey. Now, what's interesting is that he's imagined the Underground Railroad as a literal underground railroad. It's a tunnel that slaves have dug and people have built trains out of, you know, so it's that part is fantasy. And yet that feels like the most realistic thing because what's happening above ground is the treatment of the slaves. And that's actually not a fantasy, that's reality. The mm. horror that one human being is capable of doing to another. And while I was reading it, I was just thinking that it's insane that the complete fiction is what I wish was history and what is actually history. I wish was fiction and it isn't. But anyway, the point mm. is it's very powerfully you, written. Yeah, that's a love, powerful sentence. Um, mm. Powerfully written, Unputdownable, I think. Title of the book? Underground Railroad. Okay. Anand? Yeah, I have two suggestions. One is based on what we just talked about, slavery. Hmm. And uh, there's a piece in Slate that has an, uh, <clears throat> a video animation, hmm. uh, which is they have tracked down each and every transatlantic slave ship. Oh, and there's wow. a time lapse. So in two minutes, you know from 1640 or 1500 something, to 1830 when slavery was abolished in most countries. In two minutes, every slave ship oh that went God. from Africa How interesting. to the Americas has been tracked as a dot. It is harrowing. Can I ask you something as a scientist? Yeah. Uh, can science explain why the white man was guilty of so many atrocities against 
uh, uh, social Darwinism. It's uh, you know that's that's it. The white man thought, in fact, it was sanctioned by religion. Bible sanctioned it slavery and until science. Darwin came along but for a long did, time. Why did dark-skinned people not attempt to go into white countries and sub and subdue them? Uh, Madhu, it's not and take just over the dark skin. I mean, when we know, I mean, for example, Japan. You know, Japanese are not brown-skinned in that sense. I mean, they're probably as fair. They were called yellow because there were discrimination mm. against them. But uh, they did some committed some atrocious, uh, I mean, horrendous atrocities. Uh, but uh, there's a but interesting. The, the point is industrial revolution. And even before that, this belief that science can, you know, weaponization. And there is this human st intrinsic human streak of social Darwinism that, you know, survival of the fittest. Yeah, you will dominate over that. Yeah, but why didn't Africans go and kidnap some white no, no, people from no, but England that's, and bring them in? So why didn't Indians go and, t and take so over other countries? No, why you, didn't we take over Professor Persia? Yeah. Professor Jared Diamond has explained that in mm -hmm. his um, uh, oh, book. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, and he that and another after that, and it's been made into a documentary that why is the white man the dominant, mm -hmm. uh, you right? know, uh, ethnicity? I mean, it has to do with where farming came up first. It has to do with who came with metal first. So it's so they, you know, it's also contesting technologies. It, it is luck. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> science, science has produced this. Yeah, you know, kind of fact, enabled this. In fact, I think yo-yo, yo-yo, Hani Singh said, "Luck at 28, Kurida 47, weight Kurida." Anyway, Manish. But the other suggestion, the other suggestion, <laughs> the other suggestion was that you know normally we recommend something that is worth recommending. Which is no. Once I recommended uh, uh, that. Is what's it? that boy's name? Chavla's um, article. That's from Chavla. Commando in the uh, studio. Studio Gaurav Savan's uh, show. I once. I, I won't be the first one to recommend something which is absolutely atrocious. But I think it is important to read that. Hmm. An absolutely ghastly piece. Raj Apologia has appeared in the Wire, written by Zahir Masani. What apologia? Raj. Raj. Achha, know, okay, apologia. British Raj. Colonization was good. Yes, how colonization, the Raj. The trains so, were on time. Yeah. No or, way. Well, they built oh, the trains. If it weren't for them, we wouldn't have railways. Yeah, at least they gave us it Yes, so, but so it wasn't for us. If we wasn't for them, we wouldn't have a bureaucracy strangling us today. I mean, it, it, it starts off with a personal account because he's the son of the great Minu Masani. I mean, the Satantata party, which oh, is the real gosh. irony itself there. But, you know uh, Minu Masani. You know, this generation it's aye, just aye. so atrocious the piece I don't know how somebody could write that okay. you know mm. Curzon was great this guy was Curzon great, was great. Guy. everyone his thing I Macaulay mean, was the best it's unbelievable ab, I can't ab, you know general diary I genuinely, praise karlo. I genuinely yeah. think yeah. the yeah. only yeah. contribution of uh, tw the one of the biggest contributions of 20th century Hollywood is that when people say Macaulay the first person that comes to Kalkin. mind is Home Alone wala Kalkin yeah. and not Lord Macaulay mm. <laughs> good thank you Hollywood for that at least. Okay, good. Pandeji. Yeah, so, uh, very, very light recommendations. Last week tonight uh, with John on River, watch the episode on the French elections. It's just hilariously done. On YouTube? And mm -hmm. just, on YouTube? I mean, how fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah it's on, on YouTube. YouTube. It's, it's just the most brilliant uh, commentary on news that I've seen in the recent past. And there's one that he's done. Uh, the most recent episode is on, he takes on Ivanka Trump and it really... Reminds me of our obsession with Priyanka Gandhi. You know, like how... So there's a similar sort of narrative around Ivanka. So like true. She's very intelligent. You know, she's really poised. She has a really good effect on Trump and all that. And it's a similar sort of stuff that we say about Priyanka, except that we know nothing about these people. It's just that they're quiet, which is why we think, you know, and she probably ha will have a great effect on Congress so she could bring back Congress. But there's absolutely no evidence looks, for that. Looks, yeah. People is going looks. <laughs> I'm telling you. it's uh, There's science behind this. Yeah, it could be looked Data, I think Time Magazine, mein tha, 
they did a study on height does that affect your totally. career looks yeah, these are things it has huge i'm sorry Can how are narendra modi height? and amit shah working this country if no, it's no, looks i know that there are many editors historically who've been made editors <laughs> because they look like editors yeah. and they're the biggest dumbos ever okay so we'll wind up no, with but the but before that you know I, about the french elections i think the french are incredibly clever amazing people hmm. but i want to do a thought experiment and you know make it go around this table okay. about See, they have these wife. no 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 Mm. <laughs> no. they have these you know the elections have two rounds mm. i think that is amazing yeah. i want to ask one. so now everyone saying uh, le pen has no chance mm. right what if there were two rounds of elections in america and in india what would you say would modi win the second round as well yeah yeah I absolutely think. and in in america would hillary no, or trump no i think trump the would not america, win america i don't know but yeah. india modi would win yeah india would win i don't think trump would win I don't know. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? So the French have figured it out, man. That's They're really quite yeah. clever. I mean, here you know, like I, proofreading and you know DNA polymerase. Yeah. You have these proofreading functions. I don't think. I think Trump would definitely lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I don't know what the law is that after the first round, the second round can the people who didn't vote in the first choke up in life? <laughs> you know what I'm saying is that the first round, let's say. if we had a popular vote that everyone gets to vote twice uh, and i'm not just talking about trump you know when not just the party the republicans like there once you're in the final stretch yeah if a lot of people who didn't go out and vote see someone who is so you know an anathema to them vo- mm. winning it i think what it'll definitely do is increase turnout oh it happened when shirak and you know the father of this le pen uh, jean marie le pen He reached the second round for the mm. first time. I think 15 years ago or something. And the French, I mean, they were so self-loathing. How the hell did we allow this to happen? They went out, and Le Pen was decimated, and Chirac won a huge landslide. So, so, so I think it's again. a good idea. But but, uh, but this, uh, you know, the relationship of Emmanuel Macron, Macron, mm, Macron, Emmanuel Macron, the husband and wife. I don't think this kind of thing could have ever happened in America. He married his teacher, right? The yeah, she married yeah. his drama teacher, <laughs> and she's sixty-five years old, as to his thirty-nine. He's thirty-nine, and they Francis kissed cool first like time when he was fifteen, and she was forty-five. That would never happen in America. What a crazy love story! But there was somebody man. I can't remember who. The age difference is the same as Melania, Melania and Donald. Donald. Mm. So somebody and had pointed out that there's so much of writing about uh, Macron and his wife. Ooh, older woman, this, that, and the other. Nobody's Mrs. talking Robinson. so much about yeah, you. Trump. Other than that, he's mm. a quite a boring candidate. <laughs> well, uh, but before I wind up, we'd like to dedicate the song to Vinod Khanna today. Madhu, you had mentioned something that we spoke about when we were starting this podcast. Why isn't the road made earlier? Indian Express has just uploaded a story at Sukma Camp CRPF DIG speaks out kept telling Chhattisgarh government to speed up the road. Yeah. So Can you the more things change the more they remain the same 25 people have just died and I doubt anything will change. But up there Mr Khanna I hope you're well and this song goes out to you. Thank you all for joining us on the hafta. Do subscribe, pay to keep news free so we remain independent and we can make you better podcasts better articles better reports bye bye
the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please